This episode This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including My Waifu of Excalibur, Kaizy and Dax from Lamia, Aaron Noir of Ragnarok. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Treat me like a dumb dumb and a grunt and I have potential, you know? Escalia. I had some refreshments and I checked your friend's privilege. And Mika. Oh, the same entitled crap as always. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I do have potential. <laughs> you, you, you absolutely have no potential whatsoever. You treat me like a dumb dumb and a grunt. I do. We do treat you like a dumb dumb and a grunt because that's what you are. But I have potential. I don't know about that. Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode number forty-eight. 48. 48. Oh, we're closing in on we're 50. Get, we're getting I there. I know. I, God damn, turn my microphone on. Oh, are you here? Why? God damn it. I, I, didn't know you were, I didn't know you were here. Well, wait, that's the wrong button. God damn <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Jesus. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> wow. I have to you, get his microphone turned was, on around here. That was dangerously close to a Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so uh, we're trading down this week, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, Jux, is this how you feel when you get your microphone turned off? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I die a little bit inside. He, I don't, for whatever reason, though, like whenever we turn off his microphone, like he can always cut through it. You know what I mean? Like, like you he can just yell louder. You can always <laughs> still hear him. You, it was like it was like a black hole of sound. <laughs> like, I, I, like I think actually, like we've been going about deadening the studio all wrong. Like we've been putting foam up. We should just put you on the wall <laughs> because I think you absorb more sound than any of this foam shit There's does. There's that dead silence anytime I'm on the air. That's weird. <laughs> I, I, that was amazing. So not only do you suck the fun out of the show, uh, fuck off. You suck the sound out uh, of it too. It's amazing. Welcome back, Escalia. Yeah, welcome back, Escalia. Yeah, you fun vacuum. We, we missed you. Yeah, you fun Nazi. Cut him some slack. We were streaming till really late into the morning. <laughs> no, I, I cut him some slack. He wasn't here last week. That's what I'm. That's what I'm giving him shit for. <laughs> I know. It's, it's streaming. That's fantastic. You guys were screwing around on an ancient game that. <laughs> nobody gives a shit about 60 people Apparently did all night people do. Uh, they were with us the whole time out of mild curiosity and morbid <laughs> and fascination my extreme voice acting i say morbid i say morbid fascination because that game is dead that game had more people it, on it last was, night than yeah, like ages. There was over it was a thousand weird. people on the server. I was <laughs> very. I know impressed. it sounds like nothing, but it's like it's better than the six hundred I was used to. Like suddenly it was fifteen hundred last we, night. I, that we was ran weird. Into link shells that were actually NM farming. I was confused. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> 
No. Wait, what? There was full link shells and M farming in no. the zone. Yes. No. In the zone where we in were the, in the new zones, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. I know. It was so weird. Oh, man. It was so. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. yeah Escali and Nika getting on the stream last night and uh, doing some classic Final Fantasy XI streaming. Yep. Uh, which is awesome. By the way, we are, of course, live from Eorzea. Uh, and I actually forgot to mute myself. Whoops. My bad. I know. There we go. Now it's fixed. And the iCam's back. Uh, welcome. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, if this is your first time ever catching the show, uh, maybe hit that follow button like uh, uh, Zaldoria uh, uh, did most recently. Uh, thank you and shout out to Zaldoria and uh, to the, I think it was three people that I saw join the LB Army before the show went live. Uh, that's so awesome. Uh, in fact, hang on, let me see. C, uh, CNC Decibels, uh, shout out to you. Uh, let's see. 09 subscribed, shout out to you and Heart Slot uh, subscribed as of this episode. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we really do appreciate your support, whether it be a sub at twitch.tv slash limit break radio, whether it be, uh, you know, you subbing and uh, leaving some love over on iTunes uh, or uh, whether it be over at patreon.com slash limit break radio, where I am very very proud to announce yes. very excited to announce that limit break radio has topped 2k a month over at patreon Woo! Da, 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 da. holy shit guys uh, you, uh, seriously you guys did this uh i am uh i'm floored this happened yeah. this past week and uh i can't tell you how how, how surprised it made me um uh, so and I should we point out that 2k that was our shoot the moon like lofty goal that we put on there so we could always have a goal off yeah the distance yeah you know and uh and 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 to be able to meet that in under a year yes 11 months uh Let's share the milk of human kindness yeah it, it's it's pretty goddamn impressive uh i've got to say so thank you guys so much for your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio uh posters have gone out this week you guys should be receiving your posters if you haven't already uh and uh so far of the of the folks who have gotten them very excited about the posters they're badass yeah. except about your signature juxta we signed <laughs> a few of them <laughs> yeah what happened what what what's what's going on there i just put my initials on there why did you just put your initials just jp yeah jp bro what do you mean why because that's that's that your rapper name jp because yeah. i am JPZ? so popular that that's all i have time for that I, I have so much signing to do it's just JP. That's it. What? Wow. It's even like catching on. Thor has been calling me JP and Link Shell and stuff like that. Don't it's, encourage him. Yeah, don't. He, you, he, seriously. JP, man. Yeah, no, uh, uh, CC Decibels has got it right. It's JPZ. There you go. <laughs> JPZ. JPZ. God. Juiced a position. I'm, I'm kind of a favorite around here. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. No, we hate you. Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> just to, I just we we just you got to remember the pecking order, okay? Got to remember the pecking order. There's something about the dirt, right? Yes, exactly. Scalia <laughs> knows where uh, I'm going about Popo. this. Uh, yeah. Tommy, yeah, 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 exactly. I, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, and then and then under that you got Popo stool. Yeah, <laughs> the dirt. Yeah, 
and then you, right? Yeah, that's, that's there you it. go. Yeah, there you go. All right, all right. that's right. close enough. Okay, close I, enough. I might have missed one. There you go. That was but really terrible. I, I probably I, I, I probably got a joke. B on my team four star quiz. Yeah, no, but uh, good good try, good try. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for your support over at patreoncom slash radio. I forgot the worms inside the dirt. Damn it! There it is. Thank you. Uh, also, so uh, <laughs> Scully had a better signature than Juxta. <laughs> That's not good. True. That's bad news. Yeah, you don't mm. you don't ever want Escalia to have anything better than no, you. That's a bad place to be, John. Yeah, so. yeah, you're yeah, that's not a good spot. I live that every day of my life. I think you need to uh you need to get a little bit more competitive with your signature. Have you thought about getting good? You're gonna you're gonna be <laughs> going you, uh, to you're gonna be going to fan fest here, buddy. You need to be able to get good with the sign and shit. And you know people what? Are gonna, I'm gonna be quick with that. People are gonna be asking you to sign stuff. And I'll be just like bam bam. Yeah, because you're just going JP because you're an asshole. And if you at least put J and some squiggles and P and some exactly. squiggles. It will look like you're right. <laughs> At least I'm doing an A and squiggles. That's 13 letters, okay? Yeah, that I mean, is a that, lot of letters. That's fair to point out. Your signature looked an awful like the at symbol in an email. Yeah. Well. He was going for anarchy symbol. Yeah. So we've got lazy, lazier, weeaboo. No, no, no. What did Callow have? La- no, no, no. Lazy, hack, uh, it, whatever you, yeah, weeaboo. Weeaboo. yeah weeaboo. I had the weeb signature. Yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure Kahlo didn't try either because he never tries at anything. He wrote a letter. He wrote like a little. I say at signing note. autographs, Kahlo would probably try extremely yeah, you hard. Know, it is ego. He would stroking. probably put the try hard pants it, on. It is ego stroking. I got to give you. That. Uh, he he he's probably calligraphy. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I, I to be honest, I can't even like imagine like Nika's signature. It was just like blank to me <laughs> <laughs> well nobody wanted to send me theirs apparently i would have loved to sign them no because <laughs> nobody wants to pay nine and a half dollars for postage nika just well, a, i see how much i'm worth nika Gosh. just puts a gold star on it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway so here's the thing all right so i want to talk about the uh the 2k milestone because uh this is a big deal and obviously uh we are so grateful for your support but it unlocks a pretty important thing and uh you know we spent the entire uh last episode of final encounter cast talking about uh you know the uh the future of the program uh you know what uh uh you know what the uh the future of of funding for that show is going to look like and seeking sponsorship and all of that and uh and getting a little bit more serious but with this 2k milestone uh you know we had put that uh you know at that funding level we're going to start doing final encounter cast weekly and uh we intend on uh making good on uh on that goal uh but there is a couple of caveats so the first thing is is that at two thousand dollars a month we can fund final encounter cast weekly yes. however it's got to stay at the two thousand dollars a month so you know when we encourage you guys to sign up at patreon this is why we we say you know sign up at a level that you know that you can afford um that uh it, you know and and it's cool like we don't mind people who sign up at you know say maybe the 35 dollar level get the poster and then drop down to a five dollar level that's yeah. cool like that by all means get your 
poster. Like, that's not a big deal. Poster's badass. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that we're looking at that total uh, to be able to consider Final Encounter cast solvable, like uh, solvent, uh, uh, fundable. And so uh, as long as that that total stays at 2000, we're on track to start monthly production of final or I'm sorry, weekly production of Final Encounter cast starting in late March. Uh, so that's the, the goal that we've set for ourselves. And uh, we're going to try to uh, we're actually going to try to do a couple of things. So uh, the, the first thing is, is that and, and I think we've identified this in some green room videos and we may have even talked about this on the last Final Encounter cast. But uh, three hours is a really long runtime to do for that show. To, to, I mean, a total of six hours of podcasting to do in one day. That is a shitload of podcasting to do. Uh, too much. Effect feels bloated too. Yeah, it has it has that bloated feeling too. That's it. the other thing is that you know, we, uh, Limit Break Radio. Uh, when we looked at taking it weekly, uh, that show also felt a little bit bloated. And so we, uh, you know, we did attempt to trim the fat and we did reduce the running time, at least temporarily uh, to, down to like between the like two and a half to, to three hours. And that's generally where we can, you know, top out. And and sometimes it goes to three and a half. Uh, and, and, you know, when that happens, whatever, it's usually because we're just going over time because of enthusiasm. Uh, but we're going to try to set the runtime for final encounter cast in an hour and a half uh, and I think that is going to shrink the bloat of that show uh, there's a lot of I, I mean you know like uh, we that still allows us to cover uh, you know gaming news each and every single week and you know that'll uh, of course be more current because that's being done on a week to week basis and it allows us to kind of settle in on a topic to really get uh, a good discussion in on and uh, you know of course we still want to feature your calls and your emails and so I think that we're going to be able to do that within an hour and a half to two hour uh, time frame and uh, you know not make the show feel like it's just dragging dragging yeah, yeah. so uh, that's that's the first thing that we're going to do and then in the month of February uh, we're Taser Smurf brings up an amazing point you guys can stick to that and historically, we've not been the best at sticking to that. Yeah, it's not gone well. Not but that's wrong. But for realsies this time, guys, okay? <laughs> that's the goal that we're setting for ourselves, okay? Uh, so uh, the other thing that we're going to do is uh, we're going to treat the, the month of February uh, as kind of a, a, a testing ground uh, and double production. So you're going to get uh, two final encounter casts in February uh, and then uh, another one in the beginning of March before starting weekly production at the end of March. So we're going to try to get this into a rhythm and maybe try to lock down, uh, uh, you know, the form for it a little bit more. We're shopping around some uh, some bits to do on the show as well. Uh, so, you know, we've we've got we've got some some plans and ideas for how to move the show forward. And uh, again, we, we do. We want to thank you so much for your support, but we want to make sure that that uh, that that overall level stays at 2000. So make sure that 
that you're checking patreon.com slash limit break radio because you know the thing is is that we recognize that some people are going to fall you know they they adjust their levels that's one of the nice parts about patreon is that if you start your donation level at $50 a month you can drop that down to five whenever you feel like it if, if you know you're going through leaner times at work you're getting less hours uh you know uh, uh if a Nero tears into you in an email yeah right you just decide that you don't like the show no more whatever you get to make the you know you get to to, to make the decision and uh you know none of those transactions are charged till the first of the month and uh you know you get to you basically you get to uh make the decision there so uh if you see a drop below two thousand dollars a month uh then uh you know uh just maybe that's your cue to step in and uh, do what you can toss another five dollars in the hat uh, you know if uh, if you haven't stepped forward and uh, and give to patreon.com and you do want to see final encountercast hit that weekly mark then uh, you know now's the time to, uh, to to do what you can and to, to throw a couple of bucks in so all right to uh, I gotta we gotta stop droning on about uh, about the patreon but yeah. seriously that is a huge that's a huge milestone and we did want to to uh, recognize the accomplishment that you guys have done. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's on you guys. We didn't do this. Uh, I mean, we're celebrating because we get to reap the benefits. But so do you guys. You know, a, a, a more weekly, a more regular final encounter cast plus better production values all around. That's what you're investing in when you're investing in. Is the he Patreon. seriously giving a speech right now? <laughs> <laughs> would you say that they can Good expect job. new goals to appear on there soon? I think they can. I would think so. Yeah, we definitely have a new set of goals and uh, a second tier of content uh that we're prepping some of you have already started to engage with it whether it be Kahlo after dark or nate in the morning the late, late show with Kahlo. <laughs> yeah right it's not called Kahlo after dark <laughs> that sounds scandalous <laughs> have you seen his show it might be scandalous yeah no uh, I I I st- I'm 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 dead set on calling it Kahlo after dark because it bothers him so much. <laughs> well, don't worry, Kahlo. I got your back right now. So it's I got your back while you're gone. The Late Late Show with Kahlo and also uh, Nate in the Morning, which is soon to be Nate and Blank in the Morning. Just one of like two dozen equally appalling videos on your website. And not just videos, they're also on our Twitch. Twitch.tv slash uh, Limit Break Radio and Twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. By the way, tune in Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern to catch a brand new episode of Nate and Blank in the morning. Let's see who Dude, uh, I like that fills name. in that blank. I, I, the, I like the Nate blank Yeah, his good. name, the Nate O'Clock Show. Yeah, the, the Nate, Nate O'Clock Show. Can you do it at 8 a.m.? Uh, no, I can't. Oh, okay. No. Uh, so, uh, hey guys, it's Nate in the morning, and it's Nate in the morning. <laughs> well, that's what I was calling it. I was calling it Nate in the morning for a minute, but uh, yeah, I I do have uh, I, I, I we're we're moving forward in plans to. Uh, to uh, get a co-host in there so uh, and I think it's going to go down on this Wednesday I'm, I'm pretty excited about that so make sure you join us over at twitch.tv fi- slash final encounter cast for that but uh, all right at risk of Thor donating over this uh, pro- piece of production let's uh, check out what's going on in Final Fantasy 14 news this is a limit breaking news update and the answer is not much there's not much going on. There's super exciting news. Some job prospects for LBR, possibly. <laughs> well, we do know. I mean, I did, you know, did talk about Close. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. They've got too long a stream delay. No high five for you. You tried. You tried. You really. 
You tried, and, and he tried to, and he tried to do a fucker right in the pussy. I, I, I'll give you credit for the the joke attempt, but uh, a little, still a little bit off. You got to work on that timing. You got to know when to expect it, and that's the thing is that I you have I'm, to send it through kind of before we even announce it. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's the thing oh, is that's I, all you have to. He's do. expecting it, and I know he's expecting <laughs> it, so I'm giving him less and less of a lead up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna start seeing some shoehorning of epic. Pro- Proportions. This is bullshit. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about like what we're doing. And I'm gonna go FF14 news, and we're just gonna hit the for- fucking. And speaking of what I had for lunch today, here's the news. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Good luck, Thor. Man, I see your game. Good is, luck. That is game a, on, my friend. That is a juxta segue right there, <laughs> and I am proud of you. Uh, so uh, there's a chance to uh, join the Final Fantasy 14 community team. Uh, have you ever dreamed of being part? Of duty commenced? No. <laughs> duty. <laughs> or helping plan the next fan fest? Dear God, no. <laughs> How about nailing your dick to the fucking desk? No. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> does the idea of coming through numerous pieces of feedback to ensure the dev team is kept up to date excite you sexually? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine it be your job to go on the forums and sift through that garbage? Oh my God. No. <laughs> Uh, have you always wanted to plan uh, events, travel, and interact with other players on a face-to-face basis? Well, well you won't, because you'll be sitting in a cuticle. A cuticle. Yeah, a cuticle. cuticle. You'll be, cuticle. You're going to be, be in cuticle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy crap. It's all bad. Wow. You have I a background ju- in radio? I should just hang it up. <laughs> Holy shit. I should just... Maybe you should join them. I should. Yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah. LBR, if you can't join make this the work community. for you. Maybe I should. <laughs> Wow. I'd rather have sex with a chainsaw. Holy shit. Nightmare <laughs> said. Ugh, my mushed mouth abilities. Ugh. I mean, at least that last one's like, well, kind of, yeah, we do want to do that, but would you uh, get to, really? Well, now's the chance to make your dreams come true, because the community team is looking for a new member to join their ranks. You think us trashing on this position lowers our chance of getting the job? No. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, if you feel up to the duty, head over to the careers page and apply. I'm kind of curious to see what the, uh... Oh, God, I, I gotta click this. I gotta know what yeah, this I is. Yeah, I read through it. It's I, interesting. I, I a lot of... Not required, but a plus if you have these skills. Interesting. Okay, so, uh, alright, uh, this is... Recommended that you have 10 years experience playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Is that wait? Is that real? Did the, is that no? Shut up! That's a joke. I, I was gonna. God. Yeah, but it's Square Enix, and it wouldn't have been that surprising. <laughs> yeah. It does say knowledge of the MMO game genre, and it said there's something else that ha- that said something about fourteen. Wait, but, but it doesn't require. It doesn't say you're required to have played FF fourteen. Um, well, no. Then it says education or experience. It's one to two years of extensive knowledge and experience with online screen titles or other MMOs, but not FF fourteen. <laughs> Well, it doesn't say it's just FF14. It says it's a Square Enix community relations representative. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, oh, I'm going to get on the FF11 CR team. Sweet. Uh, It'll be just me in a room with one light bulb that flickers. <laughs> uh, 09 asking, how much does it pay, though? Probably nothing. It does you're, say, co- you're commission-based. Yeah. I would say it has yeah. to pay something. He's got to live in Los Angeles. <laughs> Your so boss is the manager of the online community. That's what it says. That's what I'm saying. Like, nothing for Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the requirements include uh, flexibility and willingness to navigate areas of unfamiliarity. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. 
That's what you're getting today. That's that's just, I have no ability. I have no no ability. Yeah. Ability to speak in front of the public or an audience. Sorry, Nero. (laughs) Sorry. Your dreams are crushed. Ability to multitask and fast paced (laughs) environment. Jeez. Effective oral and written communication skills. I have effective oral <laughs> skills, thank you. I'm socially Are you sure about that. I am positive. Trust me. He just spit all over his microphone. That's how you can tell. Yeah. Get that lube going you on. Have a positive and professional attitude in your own. Positive. Okay, well, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, Bits might, over. We might might have a problem there. Do you think they take past podcasting experience into account? Strong word processing and other computer skills. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Has anyone uh, has anyone actually read any of my blog posts or tweets? I can't spell for shit <laughs> or type or proofread. Maybe they can hire all of LBR as one collective entity. <laughs> just check each other. And- That's so never we'll, going to happen. So we'll earn $1.50 per hour? That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it's like we'll pay your uh, pay your uh, game subscription. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, independent worker takes initiative and works well with little supervision. Uh, effective and productive. No. Uh, knowledge of entertainment software industry. Okay, I um, got that. Yeah. Uh, knowledge of MMOs. Sure. Uh, Japanese language skills and experience with the Japanese corporation. We have Arthur's on our show all the time. Does that it's count? Not required, but a plus. Okay. I think Arthur's would help us. Experience that. working with Japanese corporation is is Arthur's count as a corporation? Yeah. Arthur's oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think every Japanese person. Okay. Is I think a we can check off every box on that. List. No, that's every American citizen is considered. Wait, no, every American corporation is considered a citizen. That's it. So I'm a corporation by way of backwards logic <laughs> uh essentially so like uh i'm, I'm kind of curious so th- some of these essential duties and responsibilities uh, these are what you're going to be doing for the next few years now, uh, so you need to pay attention to this because this sounds oh this sounds like such a exciting breakneck job <laughs> Prepares reports of activities for review, negotiation, and approval. Oh, boy. Activities? You get to create graphics, screenshots, and collect backup data to present new concepts. Oh. Present new concepts? Yes. Boy. Because we know how much input the community team has with the dev (laughs) team, right? Hey, hey guys, I came up with a new idea. Especially the NA community team. executes ideas for activities designed to increase player enthusiasm and focus on player retention hey (laughs) hey little hey little johnny community team uh uh new hire why don't you come over here and show me that new idea uh oh oh look at what i'm doing with your uh 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 and i'm uh, look at look at what i'm doing now i'm like uh 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 uh, oh no oh no oh what oh no oh 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 Oh, that's so... Oh, no. Look at what happened to that. That's a shame. That is a shame. Executes ideas for activities designed to increase player... Oh, wait. I already had that one. All right. (laughs) Sorry. They all blend together. They do. Works interdepartmentally and via teleconference calls with Japanese office counterparts in order to review and assess the viability of projects and goals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Prepares revisions and modifications as discussed and agreed upon. (laughs) (laughs) Prepares final presentations for approval by appropriate groups. Oh, Jesus. I will say, though, if somebody in uh, in the LB Army does get this position, 
please please like I, I mean how many people say that we have great ideas we could use that connection call us under <laughs> if you get the job call us under a pseudonym and tell us how it actually god, is god knows no one from square enix will call us back never <laughs> especially not after this bit but we have a lot there are people in the chat saying they applied anyway so if one of you gets it then please keep us keep us in the know. Good luck with that. All right. The only other the only <laughs> don't other don't mention you're an LBR fan. Yeah. yeah maybe, do not maybe don't mention us. Maybe don't name drop us. And you say one orientation. Do you know LBR? Oh, you do? I'm sorry. Yeah. We're, the position's been filled. Yeah. yeah. But you just hired me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shame about that. Shame about that. Uh anyway, uh the only other bit of news, uh Starlight Celebration comic winners have been announced. See if you won, if you entered. That's not important. Some of these well, you didn't. Some of them are kind of funny. No, they're not. Don't even. You know what? The first three were posted right after each other. It's like number one, number two, number three, right in order. I'm like, yeah, all yeah, three okay. submissions won. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> fair enough. Hmm. 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 Huh. I, it seems like uh, maybe because uh, I, I had noticed that too. I, I did. Uh, maybe a little bit of ladies and gentlemen. They were like, uh, maybe a little bit of three submissions were sent in. They were like, hey, wait a minute. Is it uh, January 23rd? Oh, wait, we forgot to pick the uh, the, co- the 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 uh, Christmas comic. Okay, just just. Uh, okay, well, let's read some of these. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear God. It's a pretty brutal job sifting through all that darkness. <laughs> the one that's number three has a grammar error and is bothering me. Why did that win? God damn it. <laughs> we got to be there. Are you? We, we, gotta, got, we, we got, got We got to be. Are you actually? Not we've got or we have. No, we got. Are you actually asking this question? Yeah. Why? Who Who judges these? Can I be on the team of judging? Uh, yeah, you got to go up and apply uh, to be a community <laughs> member. <laughs> We just talked about that, it. That will be your fantastic new role, everyone who applies. You get to judge these fantastically worded and applied contests. A lot of people are wondering why, though, they're hiring a new community team member. And did somebody uh, leave? Yeah, I, I mean, if if somebody left, uh, we don't. I mean, you Matt, know. if it was you, give us a call. Let us know. Yeah, right. Uh, I, there's no way that we would know. Um, so, I mean, it could it could be uh, someone could have left i don't know i maybe I, it's to prepare for fan fest or something i don't know could be that's that's possible that is possible i know i'm not sure if they ever uh guys seriously we have a ton of bitch work for fan fest we need to <laughs> we hire need somebody someone. like have you heard lbr they have a scalia like we need one of those can we, can we get one of those <laughs> yeah except you don't do any work so i don't know how that would help them oh no guys, no, no we need a better a Col- colby uh left for a new job is what it was so we should get colby to call colby cheese we should get him to call. Be like, hey, you don't work for us anymore. Talk to us. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. But anyway, uh, so let's. Uh, so I heard 3.2 came out. Oh, wait, no. It oh, no, no. So we're basically in a holding pattern uh, waiting until next Saturday uh, for Yoshi P to uh, deliver the next live producer letter. And uh, we'll get a better look at uh, some of the content that we can expect with 3.2. And, you know, last week we had a pretty big discussion. We had a special guest on the show, Joe Never Fails. And uh, we had a very lively discussion. I mean, that just, dude, that topic ran wall to wall. We all we almost couldn't fit it in this show. And uh, subsequently, we actually didn't have room for calls. 
Uh, we, we took a few calls on the air. We tried the best we could. We did. But uh, there were a lot of people that wanted to call in and sound off on that topic. So we've, we figured we'd give you an, uh, an opportunity to do that here today. Um, so, you know, we had talked about a lot, including, uh, you know, Yoshi P's statements on the future of PvP moving into 3.2 and the possibility of uh, a uh, PvP server being introduced into the game. Uh, we also talked about... Uh, raid structure and uh, raid difficulty as uh, you know as it pertains to uh, the way that Alexander Savage is going to be developed moving forward uh, you know Yoshi P being pretty clear about uh, you know uh, uh, about some of the uh, some of the goals for uh, Alexander Midas uh, and uh, as well as uh, overall gear structure that was a, a pretty big topic of discussion yeah uh, and uh, it, you know we had put some suggestions out there uh, for the way that gear might be adjusted we do know that there are significant adjustments coming to the materia system as of 3.2 and so we'd like to talk to you about that and get your opinion and get your feelings so if you'd uh, like to call limit break radio send a skype message over to the skype account limit break radio or dial 810-515-8715 if you don't have access to skype you'll be talking to kooky who is our uh, brand new uh, call screener thank you very much kooky for uh for screening calls for us here today but uh you'll uh, you'll be talking to uh kooky persona who uh, will kind of give you the rundown of uh, how this works on the air, and uh, we'll be happy to, uh, to to take your call. By the way, if you've been looking to call into Limit Break Radio and just haven't found the nerve to do it or haven't thought you'd get through, here's your week. Yeah, this is. I mean, news it, is slow this week, guys. Call in. There really, there really isn't a whole lot going on, and uh, you know, we we do want to uh, provide you a platform uh, to be able to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, so uh, again, limit break radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. And now uh, that asshole juxtaposition won't cock block you from getting in the on the show. So that's true too. He's so excited to not get blamed for that shit anymore. <laughs> how, how, did, how did that, by the way, how did that feel last episode not having that responsibility? Uh, it felt like a burden was lifted off my shoulders because now I don't, I'm not trying to juggle uh, anywhere from eight to 15 Skype windows. But at the same time, I was always like looking down there, like waiting for like, I'm like, oh, I got to be doing something. I'm like, oh, wait. I can just show right now. Yeah, you can. I can. You, I can just, podcast. Just pay attention. Yes, you can do what we actually ask you to come here and do, which would, which is shocking because I don't think you've ever done that in the entire history of of your involvement with this program. Wait, what do you want me to do? The thing that we have asked you to do. What do you ask me to do? Contribute meaningfully to the program. I know it's a huge request. I contribute very well. Lee. Welly, Welly, <laughs> you contribute very welly. I no longer feel bad about my mush mouth syndrome. <laughs> I really don't. It, I feel the grammar Nazi in me is dying. I feel a whole lot better about myself right now. I felt Nika's brain break from here. Thank you. It sorry, was very. It was very loud. I had to compose myself. I am sorry. Your brain has broken. Did. But, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't think that there is a whole lot of positive sentiment right now out there in the player community about 
uh, you know, the way that Heaven's Word has uh, has unfolded so far. Well, yeah, the doy uh, about uh, 3.2 in its direction moving forward. And uh, I really do think that uh, that that the raid structure is, uh, you know, is is really in trouble. Uh, you know, on the last episode, Kahlo uh, had mentioned. Uh, well, actually, Juxta, you had mentioned that uh, at the onset of Heaven's Word, you were really motivated at the time to uh start raiding and to be involved with alexander yeah and Kahlo had kind of posited that uh maybe it was the uh story mode that uh it, you know that that killed it and you know the fact that story mode came out first mm-hmm. and uh you know you had said that uh you know that that even now if they had put out savage mode first that it wouldn't it really wouldn't be an incentive enough for you to get involved with uh you, you know with with raiding and do you think that's because they sort of poisoned the well you know if they if they had uh if they had introduced savage first like in this first leg of alexander if they had put out savage first maybe i think that would have encouraged more people to try at least try their yeah. hand at savage than the amount of people that did and i'm kind of curious if if that structure if that had been their structure right out of the gate i understand why now like in Midas they they wouldn't be able to do it because nobody gives a shit everyone knows that normal mode is going to be coming eventually so do you mean like if they hadn't even told anyone that normal mode was coming like if that would have been like a surprise or maybe like uh, an announcement like a month before the patch hit yeah either that or we knew that it was coming but we knew that it was coming maybe significantly later like a patch later or something uh you, you know because it, 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 we yep. knew we knew that we were going to get it one way or another there was no way that square enix wasn't going to try that out but i think that they they really did some serious damage to their raid community by introducing story mode first and i'm, I'm just i'm curious if if that if that would have changed your I don't motivation think, or inspiration to get involved i don't think so the only way it would have changed my motivation is if we had no idea that normal mode was gonna come out because like oh maybe i, it's, it's, I mean it's, it's hard, hard to we, say if we knew normal mode was coming a month and a half later and that was all there was to do for a month and a half you might maybe that's I see, that's, so. that's what i was thinking I don't, I really don't think so either. Cause like, even like a month and a half later, it's like I can just go into normal mode and collect my free story and oh, collect I like my what free Lizzie bosses. Kitten just said though is that have Savage be the current content and then when the next set of Savage is released, release the old version in normal mode. That's, so that I mean, they could have no relevant, but then you can clear the normal mode. Yeah, they could have been. They could have done that. They could have done that. Although, then uh, you know, uh, what content do you funnel people into for this stage of the relic? I mean, they're really you know pumping people back into Alex normal. At least you know that's that seems to be one way to do it. And uh, oh, that's cool. The whiteboard. Our whiteboard just took <laughs> our <laughs> nose dive. Our, our planning whiteboard just just. <laughs> Spell. Yeah, that's not a good omen. Someone just said there's a ghost in the studio. CC decibels. Are you a fucking like? Are you a wizard? What the? F- 
Are you, you outside know? the window? That's crazy. We are four stories up. What the fuck? I like I read that comment like a <laughs> minute ago and I was like, what the fuck is decibels talking about? And then the whiteboard just falls. Did I just blow your mind? Yes. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> kind of. We're all yeah. a little spooked in here. And and with the with the Twitch delay too, like how is that? You're you know what? You should be giving tips to Thor on how to donate <laughs> over the production. I like Taser's comment, Ghost in the, the Studio. studio. <laughs> what the fuck? That'd have been a sweet movie. That, I'm a little creeped out right now. <laughs> well, speaking of creepy, we have a caller on the line, Shintison. Well, wait, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's not very nice. Wow, that was the worst segue. But I, I don't think had we, I, we, that, that the whiteboard fell in the middle of our thought. Had we finished that thought? I don't, uh, I, I don't have the thought I'm anymore. So, I'm so thrown off my game. We were talking about what would people do instead of Alex Normal for the relic. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I, I mean, oh, I, for the relic. There, the, I mean, there would be a serious lack of uh, of like no, newer player content. I've only done Alex Savage for like one or two items. Yeah. I, it's not like the main way to get. I mean, the poetics and law are the. You mean Alex ways. Normal? Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't done out for you said for funneling them into for the new relic. Like you said, you said, you said savage. savage. Oh, yeah. did I? Yeah, yeah. No, I did not mean to say that. Um, the, no, but hence another fucking problem with the savage normal bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's not what so I meant at all. You said savage normal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, <laughs> savage. No, normal. but but anyway, like I feel like you saying people are funneling back in that way. I feel like in, I mean, but then again, I'm very casual. I guess the people who are trying to get the relic right away might be spamming that over and over. But for the most part, I think that. I mean, it's not that big of. A, I, I mean, there's still I mean, so many other ways to do it. No, what I'm what I'm saying is though that your choice of content at that point, when you're trying to structure what you're funneling people into for the relic, becomes really limited. Void arc. Yeah. Diadem. Yeah, oh god. No. Well, they introduced diadem at the same time, so it couldn't have been diadem. No. No, they didn't. Diadem was out first. Yeah, Diadem's oh, yeah, been out right. for like a month. Right. And there's no reason they couldn't have had the turn-ins from Diadem be a choice, as well That's as true. Wolfmark from PvP. Both of those things. But yeah, Wolfmarks would be awesome. Actually, actually that's I'd kind be of into Wolfmarks. Yeah. Well, yeah. they can't do anything to help encourage PvP. No, no, that would be bad. No, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. <laughs> Heaven's word forbid. <laughs> beat me to it. Actually, okay. So speaking of PvP, we do have Shinta Sin of Ultros on the line. Shinta, how's it going, man? Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hey, what's going on? And um, yeah, the call was actually it involves kind of Wolf's Marks, but in a way, it's actually something that's completely different. I mean, I, are you guys familiar with the ranking system like in League of Legends and other, you know, like MOBAs or I am. games we that are... We don't, we don't play bad games. Well, Scalia plays that. The, well, basically, this this kind of an idea would it really wouldn't even affect the people that aren't, aren't even into PvP on PvE, but are more focused on PvP. And, you know, something like the Wolfsden system that's very underutilized, if they had something more along like a ranking system with that, I feel like it kind of give people something to strive for and a reason to log in. Because if you're trying to continuously rank up, and I'm not talking about the PvP levels in itself, I'm talking about a ranking system where it finds like compatible people to fight against inside an arena like system and be able to you know like have you know with a rank you try to continuously progress and you know you have something to be the best at you know that you're striving for so i mean it's something that you know quite honestly is missing like they just really threw in the wolf's den and they threw in some levels just to only get gear and that was really it 
I feel like they could, you know, try to use that system a little bit more for something to give people a reason to actually do PvP and log in and kind of show off their skill and prowess in it. I think that's a great observation, Shinta, and uh, I, I'm 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 gonna hold out hope that maybe that's what they're gonna do for Wolves Den too, because they do have a chance to really reboot, uh, you know, small uh, small team PvP and uh, small encounter PvP with the Wolves Den too, yeah. and it sounds like from what they have laid out that uh the, you know they've they've given it a lot of thought and uh it should it i mean it sounds pretty good uh and, and it sounds like at least two or even three times the development that they gave to any level of pvp content uh in 2.0 so i think that's encouraging um so you know i think i i think that is going to be uh, really kind of the canary in the coal mine for how PvP is going to progress moving forward. Uh, we do know that uh, that they have intention on expanding the large team PvP as well, but they've had no, they've announced no plans for it. Um, we don't know, you know, outside of just more maps and, uh, you know, maybe another game type, uh, you know, there's not much that they, I think that they can do with, uh, you know, with the, with the frontline system. System. So I think going and doubling back on the small team system, the 1v1 matches uh, and, and putting some of that functionality in is going to be a big boon for them. And then it's going to be, you know, like who knows what they could do with the system beyond that. If they wanted to introduce, uh, you know, who knows, we could get another version of Wolf Marks like Wolf right. Marks 2, because yeah. apparently we're just putting Please two no. on the ends of things. Werewolf Marks. OK, yeah. sure. And, something I mean, stupid you, like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and you guys speak all the time of like incentivizing content right. I mean, right what incentive is there right now to do pvp i the unfortunate thing is the only incentive that you really have to do is level up and get an armor piece that's more than likely going to be ugly for your character class oh, anyway. the, uh, yeah so the, the, the new I, PvP, I don't know most of the, the pvp, PvP now the I new ones are terrible cool. the new ones are awful yeah we it's like yeah. the idea of a matchmaking rank system for that is really good but there's so much work they need to do with PvP like as a system in and of itself first like if you're gonna there's tons of like consider considerations like balancing how like I know they've talked about being able to go in as a party and being matched up with another party of the of similar build and stuff like that but there is a lot they need to do in terms of functionality if they're gonna make PvP like a ranked thing that they want people to actually care about because when you introduce a ranked concept that is based off of how well you do you are gonna get bitching about balance constantly yeah, that's true uh, Shinta, did, yeah. you, uh, uh, did you have any thoughts about uh, the PvP server uh, suggestion that was brought up by the 4Gamer interview? Uh, we had a nice big discussion about that last episode. Uh, but, oh, yeah. But uh, to me, that seems to be the best way and the most efficient way to progress PvP in FF14. Uh, and, and would bring an entirely new aspect to it as well. Yes. Well, the, the server is a really good idea. And the server, like for the most part, I think is a good idea just to naturally gauge how much interest in PvP there is. Because I'll tell you what, if that actually happens, I'm transferring my character over there if it is. And if you have to make a char new character, I'm making a new one and yes. buy PvE, yeah. Shinta. See, and, exactly. Like the That's exactly it, dude. I would totally make a new... And I think that they shouldn't offer character transfers that you should have to... Everyone should start Start from, fresh for yeah, like a month or two. Absolutely, because that's going to make leveling really 
really interesting while everyone's yeah, on that same same uh, same even keel. Yeah, you don't want a bunch of people yeah, who are no. max level showing up and just wrecking anyone who dares to level a low level job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll, exactly. You'll just get and, PKers uh, like crazy. Yeah, and I didn't play World of Warcraft for a while, but I was on a PvP server, and mm-hmm. I believe like some of the zones, if I remember it, and you guys can correct me, I believe like some of the, like a lot of the zones, like mainly the low-level zones, were not PvP, but right. if you went into other zones, then they were. Any I think area- they can incorporate that particular type of a format into it to allow like new people if they had the interest of transferring over high level characters right the but low level areas you had to have I, your flag up but neutral areas you would go to gankers mill you were going to get your shit wrecked by high levels all day long no one's going to get that yeah. reference because nobody plays world of warcraft okay well even people <laughs> who do play world of warcraft probably don't get that reference uh, you Tarn- mill? Tarn- but, mill, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I know that but yeah the other- but the other good aspect of that is that if you make a PvP server solely for that and you want to see how many people in it, you have you pretty much your population is automatically telling you how much of an interest PvP is to the Final Fantasy community. And then from there, uh, they can go forward with other ideas for it because, I mean, let's face it, with the content we're getting now, we're done with it in a month and we're honestly bored, you know, as is. It's, it's we t- do, it's, like something new has to happen. It's tissue paper content, man. It's very, very thin and you just chuck it out when you're done with it. it, it, it and and that's unfortunate. I, I mean, it, it, WoW sort of reinforced that development method as a, a you know as a good way to develop for MMOs. But the crazy thing is, is that they put their content on such a long cycle that it's like it, you know Square Enix putting out content quarterly. It really feels like we should have more of a game than we do. And, yeah, and, and mean, at the end of the day, I think that's I think that's what's most disappointing is that, yeah, you know, on the wow side, a lot of players would chew through that content in six months and be done with it. And really, when you think about it, that's it's about the same amount of content, you know, when you put it up side by side, similar, it's yeah, comparable. It, and when you consider time frames and patch lengths and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not and not to mention, like, I it, I'm not sure if it's even a steam hitter for like the devs that just make this content and realize that it's just gonna be useless in a few months. I mean we it we kinda need something that's more long term. Like we need to know that there's something coming out and we're gonna have a reason to hit this at least for, you know, like a year. And well the question you bring up a just great point there about the devs like we get frustrated at the knowledge that the work we're doing is going to become irrelevant very shortly i wonder how some of the devs feel about that when they're actually making content they're like god we're gonna be doing the same shit next patch or they're yeah, designing, they're, designing you, new armor that they know is going to be Do you think there's an not, element of that for SC? Mm, yeah, maybe. And not to mention, not only do they they probably get like a, they feel down that this is going to be useless, but they have to keep doing this. Like this is a like a never ending cycle and they have to keep pounding away at this content. Like they have to make something new that is just going to be thrown away, you know, in six months and no one's really going to revisit again. Look, here, here's here. And, and, and I've got to put this to, to Square Enix, okay? Because, you know, if you're entering the MMO market, you're essentially taking shots at WoW. You're basically trying to take shots out of WoW's audience. That's really been the name of the game. The quote-unquote WoW killer. That's what everyone has been looking for for the last 10 fucking years who have entered this industry, who have entered this arena at all, okay? And the thing is, is that you know what? If you're charting at about the same pace as WoW, that's like... Is that really where you want your you want your content to be next level? Right. You want it to outclass mm-hmm. WoW like 
like by a lot. I don't want to be saying I'm matching wits with a ten year old MMO. <laughs> and not just yeah. and not just that, but I mean like seven week delays and last lo- lackluster patches when they do hit. Dude, no wonder. I mean, no wonder the you know the, the when Arthur's called uh, that one week and 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 shared all of those statistics with us. Dude, no wonder populations seem to be depressed by half. I it's I mean it's grim. Yeah. People are bored and they're checking out in like Yeah. Uh, in in a, in massive numbers. And I'm alarming of, numbers. I'm kind of worried or not worried but I'm wondering if that's because like in 14 like everything is very rigid and very like the samey and in 11 like every time like add something it's very new and like fresh and right. like like 11's gameplay yeah it was bad but they like made it work by just like having like oh and this thing you have to like do a whole bunch of different things and in this one the floors are all random and stuff like they kept on pushing that envelope right yeah there was and with different 14 about all the it's just like really really rigid and they don't really try to change up the formula at all no they uh, uh, they haven't and you know and, and and the thing is is that they've worked themselves into such a corner that I don't think they'd be able to change up the content until 4.0. That and that and that's the, the same thing we were talking about at the end of 2.55. Like this was their chance to change everything up, yes, and they didn't exactly. And yeah. now they're kind of stuck with it again until four. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Shin to Sin. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, uh, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. Kuki will help you out and uh, get you on the show. By the way, you guys are still working on your relics, right? Yeah. Am I the are you are Yeah, you, I'm okay. I have uh like see 74 tokens. Am not, I the only one who's sitting not here bad. like dear god, I'm going to finish this and then just have more shit to do in 3.2 hits. I was thinking the other day, would you find it preferable say if you had to put in three times as much effort to get your relic, but it would be good until 4.0 hit. I, this is would exa- that be okay with you? This is exactly what I had proposed on the last show, Ex- oh. and, and and just do it with armor too. Make the grind that much bigger. Make uh, it, okay. So it, it, you got you got to hang on, shh, hang on. If if you know, Juxta, I see you. St- see, I see you wanting He's dying to st- over there. If I need to, if I need to use my mute Juxta ability. I just like how you look like look like a a lunatic because (laughs) you're like yelling at me. I'm not saying nothing. I mean, I look like I'm going to say something, but everyone else doesn't know that. No, they because there's no cameras. Why would they? But I'm saying it. So continue your point. Anyway, uh, so all right. If you know, and and again, I've been on this shit for for a couple episodes. But if you know at the end of your expansion that your eye level is going to be I three hundred, right? Yeah. Then. At 3.0, there should be a way to start making progress towards getting an I-300 set. So there's two ways that you can do it. There's the raid way, and the fair way that I think to make it come out of a raid is to make it a very low RNG drop Mm -hmm. out of the... Out of out of big challenges. I mean, we we know that Alex Savage, Savage three, three and Savage four, four were big challenges. So make it a five percent drop rate out of that, right? And then you also have the other path, which is to build it over time, and that grind is insane. Okay, but the thing is, is that you're built you're building 
relevant and good gear as it goes along. So right. the people who decide to wait on starting that grind will be building less relevant gear, right? So if you wait till 3.2 to start building your feet, okay and you can and 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 as it goes along it's it's different slots right so if alex savage three drops feet alex savage four drops hands okay then you can then everyone would be able to work on hands and feet with this grind out process so if you in theory so like let's say you started in 3.2 as opposed to 3.0 on your feet then you know you're making you know i it starts off at like what i 200 and then it kind of goes works up each right. level right so you have a fully fleshed out basically what it is is you have the entirety of the relic system at the point that you start the expansion the entirety of it is available for you to complete boom right there from the beginning instead of you get a little bit and then you got a brick wall of time that you got to wait right. get a little bit more and then you got to wait a little bit more time and you make this so so you've now got two sets of gear that you can get you know that that are going to sit at i300 where you can vary up the stats at your very very end game level gear right like and 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 you'll have gear at every level along the way too because you'll be progressing it between 200 and 300 I, I was thinking of it a little differently like in terms of the weapon i had this idea like you start you get your quest for your weapon and when you get it it will be an i300 weapon all set to go it'll, it'll be fine till the end of the expansion it's going to take you forever to get it but you don't get any like you don't upgrade the weapon as it goes along instead you're getting if, if you want to keep your weapon geared you get it out of thordon you get it out of midas or savage or whatever it happened to be those are the weapons you get to progress along the way and you're also working on getting your relic which will be the end all be all or if you want to poop sock the shit for you know three times as long as the current relic is to get your i300 weapon you can do it that way too mm-hmm I don't I didn't necessarily like the idea of just of continually upgrading the weapon because that's what we're at now. Of course, you want to be able to go all do, the way at one go. But you do want an upgradable weapon. It's just as as uh, uh, a Sato points out in the chat, it's time gating. Mm-hmm. They're they're time gating the and and granted because they're directing you to to like newer content, right? Like the content that they're going to be directing you towards in the you know, as as we're getting towards the end of this relic weapon path is stuff that we don't even have yet right right Right. you know like ostensibly it's probably going to contain alex midas normal right so it's it's content that we don't have yet but uh, there is i mean at the end of heaven's word there's going to be a ton of stuff you know between alex savage alex normal binding coil uh crystal tower and void arc you've got a ton of content to be able to kind of pick from and i think like that is enough content to send people back through to be able to work out their weapon right at the release of the expansion instead of having to time gate it because i I hate this time gating shit i just like the way that it worked when i was doing 2.0 and getting my first relic weapon in the game getting my got is it Guy Bolg? Guy Bolg was the, I don't know. Gay Bulge. Whatever. Yeah, yeah Gay Bulge. Uh, so when I was getting that, I had to sit there. I could not. So when you f- were getting your Gay Bulge. Right. Yeah. Tell well, us about your Gay Bulge. Yes. Uh, I want to know the origins of your Gay Bulge. Uh, well, it was just another Tuesday night in my basement. And, you know. <laughs> uh, so. 
God. This is what we're devolved you to. You seriously have no drops for this? I can't believe you. I we, no. we don't even we don't even task you with callers and you don't you don't have a single <laughs> drop for this? You failure. No, but my thinking oh yeah well don't get it now yeah now it's too late well so my, my thinking is at that point i had to go get like weapons out of the primal fights to get my uh to get strong enough to be able to do the fights to get the relic weapon at the right, time right and that's kind of the system i didn't have a relic weapon that i was just upgrading i had to go get the primal weapons to be strong enough to be able to do the fights for the relic weapon that makes more sense to me it well, makes I mean, more sense as if people, you had to go to get the Thornton weapon to be able to do content while you're grinding your relic weapon. Yeah, and a lot of people are actually, I mean, are complaining that it's it's just a grind of old content and it's not fun, challenging content. And I think they've pretty much confirmed that they're just going to make it grinds and they're never going to make it hard. So for us, I mean, that was fun being, you know, it, it was a gate on skill or a gate on, you know, the, the raid and not on time. And I just don't think that they're going to go back to that. Chat says Ascalia's gay bulge is the mightiest of thrusting weapons. <laughs> uh, well, and but the thing is, is that they could. They, I mean, Nika, didn't they, they could, say that they weren't though? They, I thought they flat out said they're just going to grind everything from here. Yeah, right that's what they said, and the community I think is going. That's a bad idea. I don't want to play that game. I think that's what the community is 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 responding. And so I think that they're I mean, they also said that they're trying new stuff and that they're going to be listening to feedback. OK, here's some feedback. This sucks. It's the same shit. I mean, come on. I, like, I, I mean, just the fact that they had created Chimera and Hydra, which were unique raids that are only used for the relic. Like, I can't see them putting development time into new raids specifically for relic progress. I just can't see that happening. No, 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 no they don't. Fun. They don't even need to do that. But I, I, I'm talking. Well, I know. But I know. But I feel like you remember how hard Chimera was when it first came out. Oh, yeah, like, sure. The day that I beat it, I think I wiped 18 times first and cleared <laughs> it on the 19th time. Like, literally, it was that hard. And I, that was after days and weeks of already trying that fight. I, I I think it's I think it's conceivable that they may add a few fights like that at some point. But I think that they they need to go back and fundamentally reassess. OK, what is the end goal? Like, what? Why are people actually doing this or why are people not doing it? I mean, mo you know, we we harp on motivation a lot, but I mean, it's it's something that. You know, Square Enix really needs to look at, especially when they're designing, you know, end game content and design when designing long term content like grind heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Like if they I guarantee if they gave a fast forward button to get 300, you know, I 300 gear, it doesn't matter how much old shit they redirect you to. People are going to do that old shit. And I think that there's a significant amount of the player base that's going. Yeah. Redirect us back to that old. Give me a reason to go do coil. Yeah. That was fun. And it's even more fun now when we do it unsynced at I 210. So give us a reason to do it outside of getting a couple more poetics. Thor Carson dropping the controversial statement. I might get flamed here, but here goes. The only way to make gear relevant like it was in FF11 is to remove glamour. People don't inspect each other in this game no. like you used to in 11. Glamour just makes a mockery of all gear. I know it can't be removed because most think glamour is endgame, but it's not. No, 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 no. It's fine. It, it, glamour is fine. The glamour is not the problem. I mean, I grant, I grant you that nobody checks each other anymore. But, but glamour is not the problem. I check people to see what glamours they're wearing. In if I see something they're wearing cool, that's cool. I'll check them. I check people to make sure I'm not in a party of noobs, and then I am, and they're all wearing grays. And damn it! But it, it's it, it's about it's a, it's about it, it's about have like 
like it's about e-penis like that's really what this is it's about you know like knowing that oh i've got this crazy uh 250 piece right now i've got these 250 legs and they're gonna help me pump out some ridiculous damage you know like you become an you suddenly become as a player you become an asset to your group uh you become a a a spectacle in a duty finder and you get status walking around with that bonerific piece of gear especially if it does look good yeah exactly so i mean you know like i think those are the most critical things that square enix needs to look at and address with their gear progression moving forward i mean i i think that that's that is the biggest short-sighted part of uh of square enix's development of 14 all right let's go to the phone lines now we've got uh, my waifu from excalibur my <laughs> welcome to the program oh hey guys how's it going uh thanks for calling in we appreciate the uh the call what do you uh what would you like to talk about today so i wanted to get back to pvp a little bit sure um the last caller uh brought up an interesting point of why should a bunch of the pve players bother to do pvp what's the incentive um i'm part of a i, I guess you would call it a uh sub community that actually focuses on pvp and uh my question is why should the pvp players do pve at all um seal rock is the only thing anybody's doing right now in pvp and that's been item level 150 since it came out uh they haven't mentioned uh, uh, raising the item level cap in 3.2 but if they don't then what's the point of looking at any of the new content it's still going to be capped at 150 plus i mean uh the only reason people raid now that focus on pvp is just to min max mm. so why why bother doing any of the new con even the relics i mean why bother busting your ass getting the new relic when you could get the super easy 200 version that's going to be capped anyway i think i think you're identifying a, a good point is that participation in pvp really only benefits anyone who plays pvp just like participation in pve only further you know really benefits people who are continuing to invest and play in pve and at a at a, at a certain point you know the pvp rewards become useless and meaningless to pvp pve players and pve rewards because the pvp content is capped becomes meaningless at i-150 so they do sort of operate in their own separate worlds and you know i that's why i think that something like a uh a, a something like a uh, pvp server would really i think it would reinvigorate pvp not just for uh, just on that server but i think if people engaged more with PvP, that they'd have a better understanding of it and have more fun when they participate in it. A lot, I think, a lot of times I see people participating in it and they just they're doing it for their tomes, or yes. uh, or you know they're walking around stealth, and yeah, like engaging. Kalo. Exactly, yes, they're they're being terrible people, uh, <laughs> and and so you know i think i think if you had a pvp server where that was the focus of play and that there was you know overall rules that you had to follow i think it would i think it would make people who pop back onto their pve characters you know maybe look at pvp a little bit more although it may serve to empty out pvp in the pve servers altogether um, I may have the exact opposite effect, too. So I, I don't know. I mean, that it's a good point that they operate almost completely independently of each other and that, you know, 
they really don't serve to benefit each other in in any way although i think one at one point pvp gear was like best in slot for like two jobs in like accessory slots maybe that was that was maybe yeah what yeah at level at level 50 (laughs) back when it was uncapped and you had morale actually doing something but now i mean no i think it means for a pve though right oh you're talking about min maxing then yeah i mean i'm sure that there's one or two pieces yeah there's like one there's probably one or two but you have to get 47 ranks of pvp just to equip it exactly so i mean if if that's their incentive to get players to uh grind pvp ranks then i'm all for it but if you're gonna sit there and do roulette every day until you get rank 50 just for that one ring then yikes well what do you think about a pvp server how do you see that changing up the environment i love the idea of a pvp server that's how i started when i was playing world of warcraft and i loved the idea of it but i also agree with uh your idea that either everybody has to start at level one or everybody has to transfer because it's going to be real rough if there's people who only want to camp lobbies all day. I think the only way yeah. you can do it is is to have everyone has to create a fresh character on that server. And, and you know I what? don't think you can do it the other way. I, I think I think Square Enix gets more money in the end. People end up playing more. They spend you know, they keep their sub up, they they end up playing more because they're playing between the two characters. I would have a, mm-hmm. a separate PvP character, definitely, yeah, absolutely. just to yeah. see it. Like, I, and I would play FF14 more. Like, I would, I would, you know, part the, of my time would be on my PvP character, and then hop over to, the, you know, the leveling experience would just be so drastically different. Exactly, with the yeah. threat of being ganked always on you, or maybe just like you and a band of like 15s go group up and find another, like someone from another nation. Pounce Except on them. this game doesn't have open world leveling though like you just hop into a dungeon and get three levels like it's not like i don't think they're going to be able to pvp in an instance dungeon so there's really the only threat of dying is from gathering well i mean you you went around doing quests throughout in the open world yeah there is there's there's quests there's storyline there's you know yeah because the storyline takes you all over the place man can you picture doing a fate and then suddenly like there's this horde of another nation comes charging into your fate i feel like fates wouldn't work that way though because the way you can't even attack the monsters unless you level things because fates are working so well right now uh, (laughs) kind of no they're not nobody's doing them I think you could PvP in a fate as long as they had level synced to your level and then duel you at your level. Because when you're in a fate, you P- you level sync to the monsters. I'm just I'm just saying that nobody does fates anyway. So I mean, I take I do fates <laughs> to get my achievement every week for the bonus XP for leveling. Or how or, or new fates on the PvP? That's kind server. of proving PvP the point, fates. Nika. Yeah, exactly. But that still requires me to do ten to fifteen fates every single week, which I do. I'm sorry, Nika. You have to in order for you to actually participate in fates. They have to reward you for doing fates. Yeah, which they re- reward. And with once XP. you have that reward, you don't do fates. How about PvP fates, where it's Gridanian NPCs versus Uldan NPCs, and you can join in and fight them? <laughs> oh god, that'd be cool. <laughs> How sweet would that be? It's like campaign. They should. You know what? If they actually, if they changed the theme of of a lot of the fates to be, you know, different from different nations, like yeah, the, that would actually the, make the a attack, lot of sense. The attacking NPCs that would be really cool. I think that would be really awesome. So, okay, I want to run a concept by you guys and, and just kind of see if you think that it could also be applied in something like the PvP server. Um, there was this great. 
system from back in the uh, uh, from back in Ultima Online, where in PvP servers, like you had two, you had two instances. You had uh, Trammel, and then you had uh, what was the other one? Whitaker. Uh, no, uh, shit. Um, I can't remember the other one. But anyway, so uh, there was there was basically a PvP version of the world, and then there was a normal version of the world where you know you couldn't you couldn't be PvP. But anyway, the 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 mechanic that I'm talking about was um, characters that made the choice to kill another player character suddenly became flagged as criminals and then would not be able to enter things like city zones they had to use methods outside uh you know there were there, there were, were like resources. rogue cities though weren't there there were well you, or like rogue encampments uh, that you could go to yeah there were those and yeah. then there were also uh there were also like player run communities that you could uh that you could visit as well that's right i forgot you could build their own freaking like towns effectively in that yeah but, yeah. but the thing is is that like i remember I remember being fucking terrified anytime I saw a red player because like Feluca, by the way, is the name Feluca. Thank you. Uh, And and so, um, you know, like you, you, you'd have, uh, you know, you, you would be, you know, doing something, uh, minding your own business. And then a red character would go uninvisible and you'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Because like, because they are running because they always wore something fucking ridiculous because they knew they were going to kill you. And they were always generally really awesome at just like fucking taking you down in seconds ganking you yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely. i should point out in uo dying was a problem dying was dying a problem because you lose you're, everything yeah your your uh your your body was lootable like anything you had on you that person it was just that you you watched them run off with your shit but I, by I, the way they didn't even do anything with it they just dropped it somewhere else they didn't actually give a shit about your gear because your gear sucked they're man. like 30 levels higher than you what the fuck do they care about and they're not they wear- just don't want you to have they're it not anymore. wearing any gear anyway they're wearing a fucking <laughs> banana hammock and have a katana a poison katana anyway uh but this idea of red player characters are like a morality system where when you engage in pvp or you engage a friendly character and then your character goes red and you're marked a pk character and you become a bit more infamous because of that i think that that was a really cool aspect to ultima online and i'm curious if you guys think that something like that could work in ff14 i mean i see a lot of problems with like it doesn't match up exactly but something like that you know could you could you see? I think it'd be a cool thing to expand upon, like where you get like a mark down. Like if you like kill someone who's like twenty levels below you, you get something like that. You get a, a mark that you're like, oh, that you camp newbies. Yeah, you're a noob slayer. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that would be cool. That says I'm an asshole. Force, force title. I'm also the warrior of exactly. light and savior of Eorzea, but I'm also a noob slayer. Yeah, I don't so. know if it would work necessarily in the, in the lore, and it also really depends on what you're going for with the server. Because if you just have a flat out PvP server that just encourages people fighting each other. That would be very different. Whereas if you have a system where they want, they mark your character for being infamously known for killing people, that kind of expects that the average player isn't going to want to kill people. Yeah. And I, I think, think I think that what this game is clamoring for is a server where we can just kill each other. And I think that if if they made a server where it would mark you, it wouldn't really work because then like people wouldn't want to kill each other. Everyone would just be yeah. Mad. Okay, here's there'd be like those five people. Here's what you do to expand on Anira's idea. You keep that mark system, but after you kill someone, you have a little dialogue box that says, "Do you wish to 
deliver a coup de gras. And if you do that, they lose that character. That character is dead. <laughs> and then you get that mark character. permanently on your character. Whoa. You off the character? That would be brutal. You, because no. this, is, this is the way PvP would work. You attack someone and then you sub, uh, subdue them. Now you get to take whatever you want hey, from them. Hey, man, permanent character death is like and the latest thing in gaming. So You win. So they're helpless. If you want to kill them... You can kill them, but then that's a choice you have to live with because you can't get Wait, rid so of that mark. You PvP, but you only get the mark if you kill them? Yeah, Juxta, exactly. on the top ten list of things that will never happen in a Final Fantasy yeah, MMO, no. that is one through six. This is not... This is not. Yeah, especially in an in an MMO like this where it's yeah. like you hey, are no. the main you are the warrior of light, you are the main character. You can't this be not, this is not, yeah, hold on, this no, is no, not rogue legacy final fantasy, <laughs> okay? Plus I can tell you if they made that a thing, I would never play on that server. Whereas if that wasn't a thing, I would. Oh, I so would play on that server. I would server. play on that server. I would, oh server. I would do that. I would, so I would do never that. touch it. I would I would that would be that would be so interesting. Make a server, can't transfer it, can't transfer off of it. Make it completely secluded and have a little dialogue box that says you can get permanently killed in this game. Do you wish to proceed? If you hit yes, all bets are off. The, comp the comparisons are to come out to Diablo 2 Hardcore. And if you had a max level character in Hardcore, that was a status symbol. Yeah, it was. Because it was hard to get to max level sure MBD sense. And you were terrified to go into a game because like, I might lag and lose this character and that'd be the worst thing ever. Yep. But but, I, but it meant something and there's and tons of people did hardcore because of that. But I, I just think but, that would pretty much be a completely different game. You wouldn't have yeah, anybody. Would, yeah. No, you're Nobody right. would you're ever right. make it into the raids. Right. Right. Like I, I, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying like it, there's got to be something with stakes. By the way, thank you Mai for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, send a Skype message to the Skype account Limit Break Radio or dial 8105158711. Mika, okay, hey, hold on one sec. But that's just the thing. She says that it would be a completely different game. Isn't that what we're all clamoring for? Is a completely different game? I obviously we're no, just. No, I don't think so. And you're stealing my words now, damn it. <laughs> that's but what you just said. Yeah, you're stealing. You're no. People are clamoring for for just a way to have more PvP. They don't want right. the game to change. They just want more options of things to right. do and if you had a pvp server where you could permanently die like some people would want their mains to be on that server but then you'd never get into raiding or any of that kind of stuff and i feel like in that point why would they even spend the development time to put the raids onto that server i feel like that would just be so pointless because everyone would die at some point before you would even get to end game I mean, and i think that that's just not it's but, not what this game no is. but see that's just the thing that would make it perfect because that's just that's unique like, to that server. If they want a server. different game, then they should go play a different game. Like, <laughs> this no. is not... This is 14. Okay, if, if you don't if like you it, if you're too Care Bear, you can just go on a different server. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There. I would never, ever play that server if you could permanently die. Okay, well, that's you. Think of how many other people that would just because they could fuck over hundreds of hours of someone else's time. Anywhere. Like, especially like people were saying, especially because if you are any somewhat famous at all, a Nero, okay, everyone would want to stalk him. I just want to make Nero, someone cry I, and Nero, know that no, I'm responsible. Is, but the thing is, a Nero, is that I feel like with how infamously salty or whatever you are, you would never get past level five. Sure. People would gangbang you. Everyone like, on every you, like you show or know, stream okay. would have to create a pseudonym character. No, see, that's just it. We would be so popular that we'd have like a little legion of minions following. Yeah. 
yes, that's a wrap. We would, have, we would be the gangers. We would have a protection unit. Are you saying yes. we would literally have the LB army? Yes. Because <laughs> there'd be only one server. Yes, we that's right. We would all congregate Protection there. in numbers. I yes. love the idea of in on the server, like the Garleans just kind of like standing off to the side and never invading because like they're just killing themselves. <laughs> we don't even have to do this. See, this that's, is easy. That's the thing, though, is that you could, you could do a PvP server that basically stays frozen in development where you yeah. don't have to add you don't have to add the the whole shitload of content that you do uh you know to the pve side because everyone's going to be mostly concerned with the pvp aspect of it anyway so i mean like that's your i, I mean as long as you're supporting and balancing the pvp aspects and maybe adding one thing two things a patch uh, you don't have to give it the same amount of development that you're giving the rest of your game granted it, but again, this it requires is, this will require a separate team that just focuses on the pvp server which, good i like it they, and i don't think they will ever do that okay no, well, they, they should because pvp by its nature is dynamic you can't predict what the other person will do like you can with a pve encounter pvp encounters scripted the same every single time pvp completely random if, the, if someone is really good and they know how to counteract you you're gonna have to figure out a way to overcome that otherwise you're gonna die and and you know and the thing is is that you know what we do have a little bit of say in this because it's our money that they're vacuuming out of our wallets every month you know like it's our money that's going to fund the development of this game the, if you know if this is what your players want if this is i mean how many people want to permanently die in this game? No, not, not that. I'm talking. I'm talking like you know, PvP server type stuff. Yeah. Adding functionality, adding you know, adding personnel to your crew. Any of those things. I mean, consider how much this, how much money this game brings in for Square Enix month over month, and then stop to wonder if your requests are reasonable and if the amount of development time that they've put in in the last year is reasonable i think it's not personal i mean speaking from you know like uh, a personal point of view i think it's not they have not done their due diligence in the last since heaven's word i mean they wrapped up 2.55 and it was great everyone was really excited and then we had that big long break and then another big long break and then a patch that sucked Okay. Yeah, it's been rough. It's it's it has not been good. Okay, and they and see like to me, Square Enix is in a position now where I mean they need to they need to make good like on the level that they made good on 1.0. Like that's that's kind of like the where we're at. You know, like I'm not expecting like a full full on like Yoshi P to come out and be like, oh, I apologize. I ruined the Final Fantasy brand. And, you know, like that. We're going to we're going to stop charging subscription fees for six months. That and then was relaunch the game. That was a bit extreme. OK, but what they need to do is they need to give a definitive plan yes. out, outside of look, this is what we're doing for for three point two. OK, I, I we need we, like as players. As a player community, and I'm not just sitting here demanding it. I'm saying, like, this is what they need to do to be able to retain subscribers. Uh, if they want to be able to keep their profit margin, this is what they need to do to be able to prove to their players that they have a plan to address these problems. Are you talking like a roadmap to 4.0? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I agree. look, fucking October is 10 months away, guys. Uh, that's the next fan fest. Yeah. 
You know, have some answers by FanFest. I, I, I and and the thing is, is I expect FanFest to be all about 4.0. Oh, it's Probably. definitely going to be. We absolutely need to have a plan of action from what we're going to see between now and the end of Heaven's Word. Because it, I, 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 a lot of faith has been lost. I think a lot of faith has been lost here. I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. I've lost a lot of faith. I have too, but I've lost faith before you. I'm, I'm, it's not, I, it's I not a competition. I, I just, I'm just saying that I was first. It's not a competition. Jocks lost faith before. It was cool. <laughs> hipster faith loser. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I will, hipster, I hipster juxta, juxta uh, adjusts his glasses. That's why he calls himself JP now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> did, did you also, hold did on, you, let me vape. Did you uh, <laughs> put the vape back in your neck beard and, uh, Put that trilby on. (laughs) I I am forever optimistic, though. I refuse to see a downward spiral because I'm stupid, but I refuse. You don't see a downward spiral? I don't see a downward spiral. I just see stagnation. That's what I see. Yeah, it's sort of like not quite a downward spiral as much as the tracks ended at 2.55 and now we're just starting over again. It's the void. You know, it's like a monorail. We went we went down the tracks one way and now we're going back down the tracks the other way. If 4.0 is just another retread of the same fucking tracks, I'm done. I I I mean I'm I'm fucking like I'm struggling to stay plugged in right now. I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. Uh, no, you're not the only one. Have you seen the servers lately? No, I I yeah. I mean, it, when you don't have people who are enthousi- it, 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 like even enthusiastically working on their relics anymore, like, dude, that's bad. Yeah, that's not good. The re- like, so many people are just taking the relic super casually because what's after it? <laughs> because I, yeah, exactly. Siren got his the other day, and he comes out to me and he goes, "I have nothing to do in this game anymore." Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now what? He like exactly. stopped and stared, and he's like. I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's uh, again, Rex, senpai, uh, again, again, going back to, to what I was saying before, like, doesn't it, doesn't it seem like work worthwhile if you could start the next leg of that? Right. Like if it can, yeah, if it, totally. you know what I mean? Like if it didn't well, just we, stop there and, and we're not just like waiting for not, not just 3.2, 3.25 is the next time that, that those weapons are going to be touched. Yeah, which is another reason I'm going so casually because I know I'll still have it done before before the next <laughs> leg of it. So who cares? Exactly, exactly. So the so the like if they had a different leg of content that you could grind, and it was just super steep, and then they eased those requirements next patch, isn't that as viable a method? of continued progression and then you'd still like you'd have some people yeah that would be able to do that insane grind and they'd have item level 300 stuff sitting at you know 3.0 3.1 okay that's fine and all but there has to be more to this game besides just grinding the relic because even looking forward like okay if i grind this relic that's going to be irrelevant for the entire expansion like why now why why why? so it's got to be more than just a super long grind there has to be a reason for us to keep playing it has to be more than just do your four bosses in the circular room every patch 
because that is yeah. I mean, yeah that's that is sort of where we're at I, I mean not even not even alexander had much for trash packs outside of uh alexander 2 and you know you really call that trash packs was it, <laughs> i guess no no it's not it was like six groups of mobs and then you're at the boss you're like, yeah oh. and even the boss was basically just a bunch of trash packs it was it's, more of a loot corridor and then than Final for Fantasy whatever 13. reason they get rid of all of the trash for savage mode do they really <laughs> yes oh god there is no trash in any of the it's Alex not Alex. even a raid it's that's not even a raid at that point i mean that's like, i think that's glorified primals that's, an, yeah, that's been yeah, another primals that's, that's what it is i think that's been another big complaint is that yeah the raids don't at all feel like raids they're not yeah, they don't no they they're don't just either. bosses they're not raids yeah yeah the bosses should come at the end of the raid that would be cool uh, and then they shouldn't be as weirdly stupid difficult Let's uh, let's toss it back over to the phone lines. We've got Ash. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. No technical difficulties. Oh, technical difficulties. Oh God, Cookie lied to you. Oh, Cookie. <laughs> you need to you need to let me know if 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 you that should, hurts. She let, me she let know. you know. Didn't let me know. Cookie. Cookie. Come on. Come on. Oh, Cookie. you're taking so much pleasure in blaming her, aren't you, Juxta? <laughs> and it being someone else's fault. A little bit. <laughs> Cookie. Oh. Only <laughs> <laughs> well, a second day on the job, guys. Give her a break. Uh, well, I, it, look, I, it, this game has serious problems, and and I've got some some pretty big reservations about the way that it's uh, it's going to continue progressing. And if you disagree with us, you should definitely call in and let us know how wrong we are. <laughs> yes, and you can do that by sending a Skype message over to the Skype account Limit Break Radio, or uh, dial the number eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. If you're calling in from a landline, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're taking your calls today as well as uh, we'll get to your emails and FMFFLs a little bit uh, a little bit later on. Uh, but if you'd like to give us a call on any of the topics, PVP seems to be a very popular topic today. But if you'd like to give us a call on any of the uh, the, the topics that we talked last time, uh, whether it's the uh, the training hall, which, you know, uh, uh, not a lot of not a lot of uh, optimism for uh, uh, the training hall in uh, in this room, I can tell you that, uh, or or the uh, the DPS scarecrows, because at this point it just feels like why, it, you know, like I I I understand Kahlo, but you know, like I do I do think that it'll help in some regards, but it seems like a half-assed version of everything that we were asking for when we had talked about this uh, uh, pr- previously, you know, I, I and. I get it. The devs want to be able to find a way to uh, have, you know, things like DPS measurable on PS4 and make it fair between PC and PS4. But it's just not going to be. It's just not going to be. Do PS4 players expect that they're going to get add ons when an API is eventually introduced for this game? (laughs) Really? Is well, that is well, that the expectation? On. We need to because, take a step back. Because I'm pretty sure that publishing on PSN is a little bit more difficult than you think. Hold, hold the phone. What? Do you really think we're going to get the API still? Do you really think <laughs> They've that's... been saying that since before 2.0 launch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be realistic here, it's Anero. Either, it's either they have to put in the API or they can't enforce, uh, they, they can't enforce third-party programs. It's one or the other. 
It's not going to be both. If they if they never do put out an API, then all every single one of those people who are like, oh, you use ACT, you need to be banned. They need to be fucking dragged out in the street and shot immediately. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, it's... It, it, <laughs> You can't you can't be you can't be a Nazi about it if Square Enix doesn't give you the goddamn tools to be able to solve the problem and then puts the expectations on your performance anyway. Yeah. I mean, they put those expectations on there uh, on the player through Alex Savage and then gave you no metric to measure your performance. They gave you Faust. (laughs) That doesn't tell you much, though. (laughs) You uh, see the look on my face? <laughs> do you see? Do you see? The, do you see the look that I'm giving you right now? Well, they also, if you do something unsynced, you can see your your time cleared now, so you know how much faster your DPS oh, is. Dear getting. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh no! No, there needs to be an objective measuring tool in this game to be able to uh, to to discern uh, player performance. Not and not just a DPS monitor, but to be able to objectively measure player performance, especially if the uh, you know, if the uh, the player checks are going to be so huge. I mean, because they are they're monumental. They're basically statistically unachievable at a point till you have a certain level of gear. So, you know, like if that if you're not going to be able to to provide players with a way to accurately measure, then you know what? You can't remove the tools by which players have found to measure. Yeah. You can't. You're not going to be able to get rid of things like uh, uh, FF logs. You're not going to be able to get rid of things like ACT. Uh, You know, we've talked about, you know, stuff like Guild, uh, the the Guild Work app and whether or not that constitutes, uh, uh, you know, some kind of uh, ethical conundrum. No. Until there's an API, no. Sorry. Get off your high horse about using third-party programs until they put in an API. And that's, by the way, that is Square Enix's responsibility. If they want to enforce it, then they've got to be able to support it. Sorry. Which they are, like, how long ago did they actually promise that to us? That was a while ago. I mean, the API? It was a while ago. Was Before it, it, 2, 2.0, 2.0. I, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah I was like, we're talking, they've been talking about the way it for back, a long time. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's been ridiculously late. By the way, is Alexander out yet? What? What? <laughs> FF11 joke, sorry. Shut up, you're stupid. Boo. All right. You, so, hear, you hear this? This is, <laughs> this is the sound of no one laughing. That was terrible. Yeah, I'm pretty used to it. Yeah. All right. So to continue on with uh, Kuki's uh, disappointing performance today, she's bringing in a Skuro uh, from the chat from Sergeant Dennis. Kuki, unmute yourself. <laughs> you must answer for these crimes. Kuki, are you there? Kuki, say something. Do we have, wait, what? What's going on? Did she put my call on hold? Okay. She, uh, she put you on hold? Yeah, she put me on hold. Right, <laughs> we're back now. Are you there? Kuki. Kooky, nope. Kooky and Skrull. They're here. Oh, there you <laughs> Sorry. are. I love that you put Juxta on hold. <laughs> yeah. How I dare love you, Kooky? I'm so sorry. Kooky, what are what are you, you? We 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 gave you explicit instructions to keep the <laughs> keep the riff raff out of here. Oh Jesus, uh, it stinks sorry? in here. And you gotta you gotta bring you gotta bring Skrull on, really. 
He had an idea how to bring people in. <laughs> hey, for the first time ever, Squirrel has an idea. Cookie, you don't need to defend yourself. You're doing a great job. <laughs> uh, we're just we're just pulling your leg, Kooky. Thank you for your uh, for for your service. We we do appreciate it. Uh, but we I, I don't know what this is, Squirrel. What the fuck? What do you want? I bet it's something All stupid. Right, so it's not, it's not if that. you say if you say I swear to God, it's if Garlean Space Station comes out of your <laughs> mouth, I'm gonna I'm gonna nuke the call. <laughs> so I got an idea for moon battles now. Um, so the idea that I have is more of kind of like what fight TIE fighters, guys. <laughs> right? Go on. No, it's more like, you know, what I would, what I really want to see in this game is like player output actually affecting the grand scale of the game. Kind of like how Besieged, Conquest, those things in 11 that really made it feel like you're actually a part of the game influencing the game. As opposed to just kind of feeling like you're just there. So an idea I had for it was, you know, like areas would become contested and the idea is to do kind of like a, you know, you're trying to take over zones through PVP. So you would have fates that kind of build up a little kind of scale, whatever, of being able to start up these initiations of PVP zones. And it'd be kind of like a ballista where, you know, either you're in it and you can actually see the people that are, you know, target and fight the people that are in the PVP fights in those zones. And if you're not, then you'd be able to see those players, but you can't target them or fight with them. I think this is and just then the campaign, idea is isn't grand it? companies, kind of, yeah. So grand companies would kind of duel it out, and then whoever wins, you know, you accumulate so many points to actually govern that zone. And then if you would govern that zone, you would actually get like discounts from vendors, free warps, uh, free repairs, and also like bonuses to like XP and allied seals. Well, and I like it. I'm, I, you know, it's not bad. The problem is, though, is that just like campaign in eleven, that uh, once you have uh, your your player population move on to other activities, as they are, it just completely do, dies. It does. It completely and every dies. Every zone was held by beastmen after it, that. Exactly. I mean, look at the problem that fates have right now. You have certain fates that either are tuned way too high. Uh, you know, uh, the ones that have like specific rewards, like the achievement ones. But there's yeah. a the achievement ones. That's there's exactly. A, there's a difference though. The problem with that. Well, was, no, but it would. I think it would. It would. Cre- it would end up creating the same problem. I don't know because in in like we talk about campaign, it was that was still PVE content. It was you versus the beastman. He's talking about it in a PVP aspect. So the PVP mm. players, they're never going to move on from PVP. That's what they do. They're PVP players. Okay, so you're t- uh, you're talk- talking about doing it against nation versus nation to control zones. Are you talking about doing yeah. this on like a on the PVP the uh, uh, so not a PVP server? It'll actually be like a, like an instance. Like, See, like, like, like with that's Ballista, a way to tie PVP into the PVE world. Oh, yeah. okay. Hmm. But this way, I mean, if you choose not to participate, it's not a big deal because you're still going to get everything at the rates that they're you know standard. But if you actually participate in govern a zone, you actually get the discounts, you get the benefits, and it becomes a lot more positive for people that want to be able to control the zones and brings like that sense of nationalism that honestly is like really lacking in this game. I agree with that. I'm from Gridania and I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, yeah. Na- you're you're absolutely I right. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um that, and that that I think that is a problem. You know, when we, uh, you know, uh, when we did uh, racial roulette, we I think we were trying to throw out some, uh, you know, attempts to uh, make the division between the races a little bit, uh, a little bit more fun and a little bit more clear. But the thing is, is that, you know, those divisions between nations, they don't really exist. No. People don't really get that into it. Uh, and and that's unfortunate because, you know, one of the great things about FF11 was that. 
that, you know, we had all of this sort of like internal culture to play with. There was so much pride. In there your was there was a ton of pride. And I don't know what really helped foster that environment and how you can tr- make that translate to 14. Uh, but maybe something like a PVP environment might help with. Something Do you like remember that. the feeling I'm- of losing your starter zone outside your city? Like how <laughs> oh, bitter God, of a yes. pill that was to swallow oh, God. when oh, you God. saw that Winders took over Ron for you're like. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go level a new job. Yeah. This must that be That was fixed. fucking embarrassing, honestly. It was. Yeah. Then you're trying, trying to get to like 18 other people to go fight in Saruta Baruta with you so you can go take it back. Like, bitches. Speaking of, speaking of nationality pride, though, in this game, like I'm looking at my character's like character sheet and the profile, and it says, and it actually lists the city state I started in and then my grand company. And I started in Old Daw, but I did not join Old Daw's grand company. So I feel like the fact that they allow you that choice like mm-hmm. now what what would i fight for like i was born in old dog but i'm part of limps's grand company like how yeah you just crim- who uh, would part i of, you're part of your grand company like right there's but all, was, there's but all, but i'm from old dog okay well there's all kinds of stories where someone's born in one country and then defects to another country sure. mm-hmm. look at I that guess. stupid I elf why, i just wonder why they stupid still Darlian. include but, the state the cities that you tar- you started as as part of your profile like I what does that what does that affect at all in your character well i, I think uh, like what what's missing from that is you needed to be able to change your residence is that what you're able to do you're able to kind of change where you were from like you could in 11 I don't right know. but i'm just trying to figure out why it matters anymore it like, it's why, part of why, your history like, nika when you look at the profile of my character like it says my city state is a little dot and technically this character didn't even start an old dot it was my 1.0 character so i'm just trying to figure out like what the relevance is to still having that as part of the game like you uh, started here and that matters i feel like I'm, they wanted it to matter at some point because when the game came out they gave you like that birth certificate for your character not just yeah, that not wanted just, it to matter not just that but I also remember space on the lodestone where you could type up a, like a character bio, bio or yes, profile that's right. that, that you could sort of like create your own history. And that was sort of the thing about, uh, you know, FF 14 1.0 is that, you know, you don't it, it, you don't know what your character's origin is. It just you just end up like on a ship on or a cart, traveling walking. Somewhere. And yeah, you have walk- the option to say, is this your first time here? Yes or no. And I mean, and if you say no, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah they wanted it to matter where you were from at some point they wanted that to be a part of the game and they went away from it probably at two point no even at one point oh, I don't think it mattered did it uh, by the end of one point oh, I don't think well because at the beginning you didn't have grand companies grand companies came by out two. later and like by literally two, yeah. the only reason I joined limson grand company is because Merle Webb was the only femro in the game and I thought she was so cool so that's why I jo- like, literally that's why I joined and I thought Robon was too hot-headed so I'm like you know what even though I'm from old dot I like her a lot better and so I mean I don't know at the beginning it did matter but then I don't I don't know. Like they when they it's, let you just it's choose too any grand all company. over the place. It's too all over the place. Like I, I mean, and I don't know if that was a concession that they had made by bringing characters over from 1.0 to 2.0. Uh, I'm sure that they had to make more than a few concessions and considerations when doing that. Um, but you know, I, I just yeah, it, it seems like there could be way more done with uh, with something like that. Thank you very much for the call, Scro. We appreciate it. If you'd like to call Limit Break Radio, dial us at eight one zero five one five eight. 715 or send a Skype message to Limit Break Radio. Uh, so uh, we have a, uh, a bit that we've done here on the show for a long, long time called FMFFL. Uh, this is actually a bit going all the way back into our FF11 days uh, and FMFFL, of course, standing for Fuck My Final Fantasy Life. Uh, these are stories of fail that you've experienced in the world of Eorzea, and we invite you to share those stories. You can send those either to hosts at Limit 
fmfffmidbreakradio.com or you can tweet them with the hashtag fmffl and we'll be sure to share them on the show since i've got such a stunning case of mushmouth today nika would you would like to read uh, our long fmffl here from xanther <laughs> Sure. All right. Oh, this first one is a one big. Oh, okay. It's almost. All right. Here we go. Um, hi, Nika. Hi, Nero. Hi, Callow. And hi, Juxta. Oh, apparently no. Hi. Forgetting somebody. Ah. Sorry. <laughs> Callow's not even here. All right. Yeah, so that's... I'll say hi, Escalia, because Callow's not here. What? No, no. Take that back. I can edit. I'm reading this. I can edit. Xanter did not say hi, Escalia. <laughs> for but the Callow's record. not here, so he doesn't get the hello. Jeez. He says, first time emailing in, I believe, and I have been listening since XI, since 11, and I was the reason, I, or, and it was the reason I kept on playing, even after I was stuck leveling my 45 Red Mage Paladin because nobody wanted to play with me. Why, why were you sub-Paladin? I, I, I want to know why people know, didn't want to play with you? Yeah. I, I, I got an idea of why. Maybe that means that they were Red Mage and Paladin level 45. And they're both at 45 and they couldn't get them any yes. higher than that? Yes. Maybe because they make bad decisions. Don't level warriors. Or oh my gosh. Shh. Mean. I always listened to you guys while I was on the way to my grandma's because the ta- uh, by the time the episodes were over, we would have arrived. Um, anyways, I love all the new content you guys are doing. Keep up the great work. Anyways, here are my two FMFFLs. Two? Well, two. you only get one, buddy. Yeah. I can read them fast enough. So a few days ago, I capped on Poetics because I have nothing to spend them on uh, since I thought I couldn't buy items for the new Relic Quest for some reason my old main job is 54 but i wanted a new change of pace and really like astrologian i thought i had nothing to spend them on because i just hit 50 with my new main job and i've only been able to do a few heavens word msqs so in celebration of me hitting my new main job i decided to ditch all partially thrown together i-45 to i-90 gear to get some i-130 gear from mordona i spent around uh, 1960 1960 poetics to gear myself to 120 and i was only like an hour or so later when i realized i could have bought several items in preparation for being able to start the relic quest done Dun, I could have dun. easily have gotten some gear from dungeons. I got a head start on the relic FMFFL. Womp womp. Yep. Yeah, I did all of that before the relic came out, and I actually had every gear and every job in 120. But at this point, yeah, yeah. but you weren't spending tomes that were that could have been that used. Yeah, yeah that yeah, could have been yeah. used otherwise. And, yeah. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Um, he has one more FMFFL. He says, so when I was around level 43 Astrologian, I queued into a leveling roulette and was put into Hawkman or normal. The group had one new person, but that's okay. We started the dungeon, and after a few rooms, I noticed we aren't clearing them as fast as we should, even if there is new people. I then noticed one of the players is a summoner and does not have Garuda or Ifrit out. I asked them if they can summon Garuda. A few minutes go by, and one, um, and one boss, since I'm healing, everyone I ask again if they can now summon and I'm using the auto-translate. That doesn't work either, and now it's taken around 30 minutes to get to the first boss because of the incredibly low DPS, and the summoner, is, the summoner is not the new person. The Lancer was. I then again ask after a few minutes using auto-translate if they can again summon one. Can you use it, please? This time they finally summon, and it's Carbuncle. I'm like, okay, good. And the next boss fight, the Carbuncle dies, and they do not resummon them, even though I ask again. And then we finally finish the dungeon with three minutes left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was, it was painfully <laughs> obvious that everyone was undergeared and no one died, thank God, thanks to me. But it did not need to take fucking 87 minutes to do Hawkman or normal without any wipes. Oh, ever. God. <laughs> 87 <laughs> minutes. With no wipes. <laughs> oh. I wish you guys all the best. Xanther Sarah of Sargatanis. Shout out to FC Hailstorm. I've seen them recruiting in Party Finder recently. Um, and all the Lalafell, Link Shell, Lalafell Legion. And oh, it is a, sorry, I forgot about you, but hi, Escalia. Uh, Xanther, <laughs> I want to tell you something. Um, I want to give you a little word on how email works. When you uh, notice that you forgot that, 
you can just scroll up to the top of the email and add it in. No. No, no, no. No, that, no. that is a purposeful slight. Yes. Yeah. Then Says that, you're see, not that that is how email works. See, yes. He meant to do that. Yes. Yeah. Because you're a moron. Ah. Oh, yeah, because oh, you nice. can go back and edit, so that's all his fault. Well, you know what? He takes sub paladin, so I wasn't sure if he had any brains. Uh <laughs> let's uh That's what you use to to level. All right? Red sub paladin was for for refresh. <laughs> What? I don't know. Okay, we got. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, is that the end of that FMFO? Uh, let's let's keep going with uh, well, some we of these. Some, yeah, some yeah of we, the we, we do. Well, yeah. uh, we've had some uh, hashtag FMFFLs get submitted to us uh, on the uh, Twitter. Uh, I don't know why. Why did this get copy and pasted twice down here in the outline? I don't know why that is. That's what? weird. That's weird. What's it? I don't know what you're talking about. There's, because uh, there's, uh, I, I see they're repeated here. Oh, you're right. Some of them are. Repeated. Yeah, some of them are repeated as we go down. So don't, um, re- don't say them twice. Here yeah. we go. All right. So uh, we'll start off with uh, this one from Chris M. Sarah uh, trying to farm precision bolts. Who limit breaks uh, oppressor with health at 1% and the 0.5 at 10%? Who? Who? <laughs> Hashtag FMFFL. <laughs> Uh, uh, from at Rin twenty one, the diadem. All that time in only one gold chest. Hashtag fumful. Ooh, fumful. Ooh, I've been there too. All that's right. that's that's a shitty position to be in. We got uh, one from Fizzy Ferret. I like that name. Finally got our Mog House glamour, but the hashtag Riviera Garden Table set. I made to go underneath the shelter doesn't fit. Fumful. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That does suck. Uh, from, uh, let's see, Padam, uh, LB3, clear group, tank died, uh, uh, tank died by Heaven's Heel, uh, Thornton. uh, farm group wiped at Meteor. That always happens. You join something that says farm group and you die, like, earlier on than you do in a clear group for some reason. Very true. Yeah, because everyone's bad joins the farm group thinking, oh, I'll here. Uh, from Eric Pizana. Uh, that moment you spent so much time camping for the what the boar fate and realized your inventory was full. <laughs> oh, no! Hashtag Ooh. fuck my Final uh, Fantasy uh, life. I feel wow. your weight at your pain on the waiting for that fate. That sucks. Uh, uh, from from Jeremy Rasicott, um, when you accidentally target the bomb for a death flare in A2S. From Giga LTD. Uh, Evidently, I didn't get attuned to the churning mists. Finally got all of the on-map currents, and there was one still missing. Sucky. Sora Yuki, I bought your Stola's outfit from the Mog Station. Twice. (laughs) For the same character. Oh. Why? (laughs) Hashtag Fumful. Oh, that's brutal. From Screaming Scarab. I have went into the poorhouse building my relic weapon, and I haven't even hit Zeta yet. Hashtag Fumful. Well, Ooh, I've got some bad news, bad buddy. news for you. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Yikes. Ugh, gosh. We're not uh, going to tell you, though. <laughs> Fuck fr- you. <laughs> fr- from, from KMFDM Kid uh, 2000, that uh, A3S 1% wipe at uh, the uh, Nika, yeah. how does that feel? I haven't gotten that far, but literally every it was like a ritual with coil that if we didn't wipe a coil at one percent, we weren't going to clear it. So every single turn. So I feel you. Jeez. From uh, Nashu Mikote, uh, doing some maps with a friend. Doing the okay, let's read that twice. Doing some maps with a friend got topsoil as a reward. I literally got dirt and three esoterics for my time. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. At the SSL. Uh, from uh, Evelyn Evermore, I have the swimsuit armor gear set. Uh, I just don't run around in it because I've accidentally fought Titan in it. <laughs> uh, also from Evelyn Evermore, getting raised during S boss fight only to be dropped in poop and die again. Yeah, that's pretty. No, that's, that's, that happens a Here's lot. Here's a pro tip. If you don't hit any buttons when you stand up, you'll take zero damage from everything for like four or five seconds. From Eric Paisana, that awkward moment when the dead DPS rolls and wins the minion. Hashtag yep. FMFFL. Yeah. As a career dragoon, I'd like to go ahead and say that happens a lot. <laughs> you lose. Actually, they win. Actually, they won. That that doesn't. No, apply. everyone else. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, everyone right, else I loses. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see. I see. Or that time where I was the only person wiped in Shiva and won the pony. <laughs> uh, from Ad Cinder. <laughs> Finally broke my trial roulette chain of chrysalis with Bismarck. Wow. That That does. That does suck. J Reasoner 82. Picture says it all. Hashtag Fumful. All right. It's worth a thousand words. So we should. That is a lot more Um, Twitter characters. Two brontosauruses in Diadem walking along the path. I'm assuming that everybody wiped and they are now afraid of Jurassic Park. There it is. That's that's the picture. Putting it up on uh, on stream for everyone to see. You suck at everything. That was Stop. terrible. Yes. Oh my god. Impromptu LBR sing along. Best. <laughs> To the Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) The song with no lyrics. Well, that was dumb. Uh, And uh, we're going to wrap it up here uh, from our Londria Stark from the uh, PSN LBR community, which is a thing. If you have a PlayStation 4, you can join. Just kidding. It's not a thing. We made this all up. (laughs) You can join the PlayStation uh, LBR community by uh, searching it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You can't really link it. Figure it out. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) There's an LBR community at PSN. (laughs) Fuck you. Figure it out. We're done. Frosty Betrayer says in response to that picture, my God, they do move in herds. Uh, that time in Alex when I shatted, oh, shafted. Shafted. Shatted. I like that even better. When I, yeah, no, that actually works they still. A, they made a pun. Shafted themselves for not getting the shaft. Uh, I see that. Uh, rolled for third, uh, third crank instead of my fourth shaft and uh left trials of salt all over trails, it. trails whatever of salt for the week they are talking way too much about cranking their shaft yeah. i cannot deal with this amazing <laughs> yeah right uh so there you go that's hashtag fmffl if you'd like to share your stories of final fantasy fail and have them read and joked about on the show uh then uh you can submit those at hostsetlimitbreakradio.com as well as uh tagging any submissions you might have that are under 140 characters on twitter um so uh let's go back to the phone lines we've got uh lila liore uh also known as uh, mr jack of sergeant tanis how's it going going all right glad to see you're getting a better grasp on my name yeah <laughs> also known as the person who's sitting in callous seat oh. i am oh fair, fair <laughs> enough fair enough well as long as you're in the big boys chair uh what do you what, what would you like to talk about today well i had another idea for uh new pvp system that they can implement in like an open world pvp and a for- popular topic today would you say yeah. it's pv um, popular no you would uh, say that well, <laughs> 
<laughs> Chuck, he doesn't he look happy. Popular VP. Chuck, he doesn't look happy. He looks a little tough. Okay. Is he done? Is no. Done? no. I don't think so. Have you ever known Jux to be to be done? <laughs> no. If you guys could um, see the uh, look on my face right now. You know, it's, within 48 it's, seconds, he sucked all the fun out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you did. With no, one you. Line. You did. No. <laughs> Your stare. I, yeah. Stare. Speaking of a thousand words, Aniro's face says a thousand words right now, and all of them are fuck you, Justa. All right, go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> go. Go ahead, Lila. All right. Well, the idea would be to put in a system that would not require them to build additional servers just for PvP. This is something that you could just implement into all the servers as they are right now, and you know, so everyone could keep the same progress on their characters, not to transfer anybody, things like that. Um, regardless of your opinion on Blade and Soul, whether you don't uh, like it or not, um, Jesus. The PvP system that they have set up for open world PvP is pretty uh, interesting. I like it. How much did they pay to say that? No high fives for you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny, Nero. I give you props for that one. Very witty. We're exploring sponsorship opportunities. How much do they pay? Come on. (laughs) Uh. Um, But yeah, uh, I think it's like around level three or four that you get to pick which faction you're going to be a part of. And when you pick it, you get uh, the uniform. This uniform basically serves as your method of flagging yourself. You can either wear it or not. doesn't matter uh, where you are in the world. If you are wearing it, you are flagged anywhere. Uh, but if you are not wearing it, nobody else can attack you. It's basically just that. So, And from the bit that I've played, uh, there are, depending on which server you're on and which channel you're in, there's always a good amount of people wearing it. I always wear it just because I love PvP in that game. Um but it just, so, I yeah, mean, it, how, how does that differ in any way from just a flag that you can toggle? I mean, it seems like it does the exact same thing. You equip a piece of gear that's, that's serving as your toggle. Uh, you know, what it, I, I'm just, I'm kind of curious, like what, what does equipping a piece of gear uh, do that a toggle couldn't do? I want to know what's the point of being able to turn off PVP in an open PVP environment. For Care well, Bears. Well, the thing about it. Go well, play the, on the PVE yeah. server. But I'm saying like this could be a way to implement it into the servers as they are now without having to go through the rigmarole of having to build additional servers just for the people that solely want to play PvP. I mean, with the servers, uh, some of the servers as populated as they are, as few as they are, that would be a good way. There would be, I think, a healthy amount of people on both sides, people that wanted the PvP and people that didn't. Yeah, but but uh, and again, uh, couldn't you just do the exact same thing with like flagging yourself available for PVP or not? Well, essentially, yeah, it is a toggle, but it yeah. also has an aesthetic approach to it as well because uh, the uniforms. I mean, I'm sure you've seen some of Blade and Soul. The uniforms do look pretty nice. Uh, you know, yeah, and I it would also I, it might also like depending on which faction, uh, which um, city that you're a part of. That could be another way to like express like you know city loyalty if you know if that's what you were into. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, see, now here's the thing: the reason that we keep talking about PvP servers is that you know this this came from Square Enix. Like this came from a statement from Yoshi P from that four gamer interview where it sounds like they 
feel it would be better to implement uh, 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 an isolated server to be yeah. able to test out ideas and play structure rather than use the entire game environment as uh, as, as a testing ground. Uh, and, and that's what I sort of see happening right. with a system like that. So, uh, you know... <laughs> I guess if you're talking about testing, then that wouldn't be a bad idea just for testing purposes specifically. But I'm talking about like if we're going like all the way full implementation. Well, I think but I think a PVP server is also it can it's it's a it's a uh, it's a uh, a segregated play environment. So it is it's sort of it, it's not even testing. It is actually adding to the game overall. And it functions separately from the rest of your MMO. So, you know, like the concern, I think, with adding a PvP toggle or a PvP flag or open world PvP to FF14 as it exists right now is that it could have the potential to impact the way that a, a already existing abilities are tuned in PvE environments. Yeah. That's usually mm -hmm. the biggest problem when you try to bring PvP into an open world setting that also has a big PvE focus. Okay? So mm -hmm. the way that you avoid that is by segregating a, a, a segregating that play environment to one single server and i think the reason that they say one single server is to gauge player sentiment it's and one server that could be expanded to more if it's humongously popular if it is something that's that's right. popular but they're i think they're talking about taking a chance on something like that there and to your point about having a separate server in a separate environment there would be a drastic number of balancing issues they would have to go through to make pvp viable that you wouldn't want in your pve environment exactly so it would need to be somewhere different and i agree with them on that standpoint yeah yeah i i do See too See, yeah, I I agree that that would probably be a good way to, to bring about balance changes quickly. Um, I don't know. But when it comes to, like, my opinion versus your opinion, I think we're talking about two different people who see PvP in two different ways. Like, back when I played on WoW, you know, my desire to PvP would come about in different moods. Like, some, not, some nights I'd feel like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go fuck shit up. Other nights I feel, ah, I kind of just, like, want to just, you know, level and just do my own thing. But when you're on a server that has, like, uh, specific zones that basically did say, if you're in this zone, you have to be target. You have to do that, that kind of stuff. Then, you know, that kind of puts me off of wanting to do it. I mean, that would... I would constantly like transfer servers back and forth between PVE and PVP servers and WoW just and because I, of I don't my know. I thought, and I think, use. I, and, and I think that that just gives more reason for uh, you know at least in my mind to support the idea that the PVP servers have to uh, no one should be able to transfer to or from them you should you have to create a brand new character yeah and and then that way see there's no reason to create multiple characters in FF14 one character can level all the jobs level all the class doesn't fucking matter you can level you can experience 99.9 percent .9 of the content in this game as one character this actually gives me a reason to keep two characters and to actually play both characters and to play them differently because you're playing two in completely separate 
game environments and game types when you know when you're logged into the pvp server versus when you're logged into the pve server so i understand what you're saying that you know there are times when i'm not going to want to be ganked by fucking dick holes and in that uh, and uh, in those in those instances i'll log on to the pve server and i'll go do my dailies i'll go do my beastman quest i'll queue for some dungeons but if i if i feel like fucking some shit up or you know uh, ruining somebody's night, I can hop over to the PvP server and uh, go cause some some mayhem. You know, I, th- I that's what I find attractive about the idea of of a segregated PvP server from your PVE environment. Mm-hmm. Now you see, now that you brought it up that way, that actually does sound pretty appealing to me specifically. Um, I would be all for, all in favor of that uh, now because I'd probably do the same thing, but. At the same time, the fact that this game has been set up in a way that you can, like, uh, go through pretty much 99% of the content with one character, a lot of people are going to be really, you know, used to the fact that all their shit's going to be on one character. Boo-hoo. You know, uh, mm, I mean, that's just one Sorry. Sorry, no. Everyone starts. I'm not saying. Uh, no, I, I'm not saying I, I, I have a I, problem with it. No, no, no. I, 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 Lila, I, I'm sure that you're not. I, and, I, and I understand that there are gonna, there is gonna be that point of view out there. Suck it. I don't give a shit. Don't play PvP. That's not my fucking problem. Not, you know, like Square Enix does not need to cater every piece of content to. Oh, to the to, to 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 the greatest amount of audience, you know, like that you can you can introduce content that you think is only going to be successful with one area of your audience or one area of uh, uh, you know of of your play community and watch it grow like fucking crazy. Like if people just want to go into some place and just start playing with their minions, have like a little RTS game with them, they have that option to go and do whatever the fuck they want with their minions, you know? So it doesn't have to cater to every single person. If they if there's a little yeah, you're done. You're done. I was like, you ever feel like you're being baited in Nero? I do. You ever get that weird feeling like, I, like someone's just trying to, to get you to go off? Yep, <laughs> sure do. Thanks for the call, Lila. We appreciate it. Uh, again, a lot of calls today on uh, on PvP. If you'd like maybe to... Maybe will take notice that maybe people want fucking PvP. I know, right? There's tons of calls about PvP. If you'd like... Oh, excuse me. If you'd like to talk about uh, uh, PvP or any of the other subjects that we talked about uh, last week, including the... Uh, uh, what is it? The the Hall of Novices, uh, the Training Scarecrow, uh, any of the uh, you know any of the uh, upcoming uh, Alexander uh, Savage adjustments for Midas. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call at uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype or eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. Thank you again for that call, Lila. All right, let's uh, let's read a couple of emails and uh, why don't we uh, start with this first one Ascalia why don't you start us off sure hello LBR folks this is going to be a long ish so I apologize in advance I suck at brevity I listened to your latest podcast and the discussion about training halls brought something to mind which I'd like to share and maybe get your thoughts on the training halls as a way to kind of test and prepare players for certain content reminds me of something they have in the secret world particularly where savage level content is concerned but it could also be applicable in other ways in the secret world before you can even unlock or queue up for nightmare level content basically their version of savage you have to defeat the gatekeeper there's three different versions of the fight based on which role you intend to play each involves multiple phases representing what each role will have to deal with in a typical nm mode encounter 
Uh, each phase also involves some kind of one-hit kill mechanic, which would make it right at home in FF14, since SE loves those, which players have to overcome or avoid. If you can't defeat the gatekeeper, then you're not ready for nightmare-level content and can't unlock or queue up for it, period. Imagine bringing Mott over to FF14 in that capacity, spreading joy and copious amounts of profanity to a whole new generation of FFMMO players. There's tons of videos of the gatekeeper on YouTube if anyone's interested in checking it out. Anyway, curious what your thoughts would be on something like that in FF14. Thanks and all the best. Shanri from Coral. P.S. You guys should make Joe Never a regular guest host on your show. He's great for it, I think. He's articulate, enthusiastic, and brings a lot of insight to a part of the game that doesn't really get much coverage otherwise. It could maybe help raise awareness and interest in 14's PvP. Just a thought. Well, uh, I would say it may have inv- in- raised interest in PvP. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Shanri, thank you very much for that email. Uh, let me uh, let me assure you that uh, we here at Limit Break Radio uh, take our staffing very seriously, and uh, we uh, you know we we have. Uh, uh, we have our our uh, correspondents out there in the field doing uh, doing their work, and uh, of course, we would we would gladly uh, consider Joe our uh, our PvP correspondent. If we ever have any questions, we know that we can count on Joe to uh, to to clear them up. So uh, you know, just just like we have uh, we have Arthur's Ethis uh, and Ethis. And uh, I mean, we just we have we we, we have Sam 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 he's our head meta correspondent. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, but it, no, we 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 have uh, you know a, a stable of uh, of folks that we uh, we rely on their expertise when uh, when it's called for, and uh, you'll you'll definitely be hearing uh, a lot more of uh, Joe Never on this show, and uh, and of course uh, uh, a fan of Joe Never's, and you should go follow him at twitch.tv slash Joe Never Fails. Uh, all right, let's take a look at this next email, Nika. Why don't you go ahead and uh, take this next did you, one? Did you want to give your thoughts sure. on Gatekeeper as a concept? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before, the idea of having trials you have to pass before you I can mean, do I mean, I think that something like how they have Faust in AS1, I feel like that's very similar. I, fe- um, I feel like the name Gatekeeper is very... Stop gating my content. Literal. Yeah. <laughs> it is very the literal. most literal. Well, they don't have to call it the gate. Oh, no, no, no. But that's I, that's what they call it in what? The secret world? Is that? Yeah, that's, yeah, what that's what's called about? there. Yeah. So, I mean. We'd like to introduce our new content, the gate garter. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> uh, uh. So, I mean, you know, is, is should. I don't know. I. I could it work? You know, it, I, I'd be I fine with that. I think it would work for things like making duty finder groups. They're like, if you haven't, you know, I know that you're a bad because you haven't cleared this content yet, but. That's I sort mean. of how thi- there's there's a little bit of that as it exists. But at the this, same time, like, this yeah. is what we were talking about with the licensing system right. that one week that seemed to that seemed to, 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 to raise everyone's nettles. And, uh, it, you know, like, I don't I don't see much of a difference between this. It's just it's an arbitrary uh, it, it's an it's an arbitrary instance that you have to clear and then you, you be able to demonstrate, you know, you're like prove you're good enough. Yeah, I like this just because it's like an attunement thing. Like you have to beat this thing for lore reasons to in order to even be able mm. to go in there and be able to queue in there, which alleviates a lot of the problems weeding out the bad people. Yes. You know, the game weeds out the bad people for everyone, which I think works really well. OK, now you don't have to say, what'd you get on Gatekeeper 3? It's just oh, you can queue in here. You beat Gatekeeper three. Okay, you can move on. They okay. should they should name it Zool. It does, it, but it but again, it what? does it does What's seem. Gatekeeper. Yeah, Shut like, up! That's a key match, you dumb fuck. Oh. 
Uh, the gatekeeper? No, that's true. If you join someone in your party and you tried to queue up and then it says cannot queue so and so is not cleared gatekeeper on their job or something, yeah. then they just wouldn't let you queue and you'd kick them out. You would have to be the key master. Yeah, well. That's no, the joke, <laughs> you dumbass. Who was the gatekeeper? It doesn't matter. You just say key master. Fuck it. All right, we have another dumbass on the line, by the way. <laughs> I, triggered, uh, I triggered Juxta. That's yeah, because you're to bad do. at jokes. Gordo, when, welcome to Limit Break Radio. How you doing? I am the gatekeeper. You're the key master. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show, Gordo. How you doing, man? What? Uh, I'm, I'm doing. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. We're we're doing I'm, pretty good. I'm 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 a tad miffed at the moment. Uh, well, what do you? Why is that? Why? Why? Well, what are you mad? About? I've been miffed for like the last month because of something that y'all read in an email about a month ago. Oh, about the whole uh, uh, making money thing. Yeah. And to the dick nose that was like, uh, you should undercut people. Fuck you. Fuck them. Fuck everyone who's ever <laughs> undercut anyone. Because I'm, I'm a gatherer and a crafter. And guess what? That shit fucks with my bottom line. Lick, lick, lick my balls. My fuck you. So, so let, let me, let me, let me get this straight. Okay. So you spend time to go out and farm these things up and then go and yes. sell them and you're mad about someone who what gets it in a they get their retainer to bring it back for them and then they just put it up at t- like two or seven k under you yeah yeah that's me that, that, <laughs> that's yeah. totally me fuck yeah. you kill yourself we guess, guess what it sells a lot faster when we undercut by five thousand gills it so, sure does so yeah. we're, we're gonna do that every single time it sure does <laughs> That's fucking stupid. The, the economy already is non-existent as it is. Now for the people who actually go and do this shit to make money in the game, y'all want to go and fucking undercut that? Fuck you. We come from a different world, man. We came from a world where undercutting was necessary. Hey, everyone, you know what? Look, everyone's everyone's got their price. Everyone's got their price, okay? Yeah, if I didn't do any work for that item, I don't value it so highly. Exactly. Exactly. What am I? What you think I'm going to be? What am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be putting things up at competitive rates? Is that what? Five K is very competitive. Honestly, I do. It depends on the item. It depends on the item that you're selling. I like if there are some things that sell really fast, and I see a bunch of stuff up for two K, and someone has one up for one point eight. I'm still going to put mine up for two K because I know that one point eight will sell, and they'll go right into the two point eight. You know what? You know what? I don't undercut in that sense. You know what I really like doing? You know what I love doing? I love finding an item that's at about like you know sixty, seventy, maybe even eighty K, and putting it up for like 15k because Shit, yeah because because then no 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 because because then from forever on anyone who looks at the transaction history it, like it doesn't look so much like i'm an idiot it looks like oh well that's the appropriate price for it and then there's like 20k that's like boom knocked off that price right. of that item exactly for for like the, exactly. the for like the next six seven weeks <laughs> i sorry, love doing sorry. That. you love doing that I you know, I hate people like you and I hate you so very much. I've seen the people who go on and they'll put up a bunch of items for sale at way lower cost than it should be and then they'll go on another character and buy them all at that price <laughs> to reset the price to that point. Hey Gordo, yeah, uh, Gordo, I, I I got I got a question. What would you what would you rather have people do? 
if you're gonna oh looks like we lost that call oh, Whoa, that's, that's too that's bad too, oh geez that, that kooky a, why would you do that te- technical failures Holy again god it, it makes sense oh, oh goodness geez. Oh, oh well, my well God. i mean th- these things happen i mean i'll be our curse and all that i know Mm-mm-mm. kooky you should drop that call so we can hang, so that we can yell at you some more. <laughs> oh. The chat's going crazy. <laughs> oh, Goldar, you're my favorite. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio so that we can hang up on you too, <laughs> send Take us a walk on the wild side. Yeah, if you if you if you think you got the balls to hang with us, uh, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio or eight one zero five one five. Eight seven one five. So there's a little message from uh, from your pal Gordo. Don't undercut people. But uh, I think that message. Go ahead and do it. I, I think, think that I think, message was a bit undercut itself. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm going to undercut people by more now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, I like think that. so. I think okay. that's a good idea. All right, good. I think that's a good idea. All right. All right next email. Yes. Next email. <laughs> next email. All right. Next email says. Hi, LBR. Since this is my first email to y'all, I wanted to say the show is absolutely fantastic. Oh, I you. first learned about LBR when y'all were y'all were guests on Mr. Happy State of the Realm, which seems like ages ago, even though it really hasn't been. Either way, it was kind I, of a long. Yeah, yeah, it was kind it, of a long time. At least at this point, it feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, either way, I've really fallen in love with the show because it keeps me up to date with fourteen, even when I'm not around to play. Shitty college life, dorm Wi-Fi is shitty. Hmm. Yet I should probably get on with what I wanted to talk about, so I'll do my best to be concise so it's not a three-year-long email. All right. Last week, y'all were talking the new instance training dummies and how they're going to help train people. As a person who was new to MMOs when I picked up FF14, it's my first real MMO and my first Final Fantasy game. Wow. Um, I am thrilled that this is going to finally be a thing. I remember doing some of the guild tests as I leveled Black Mage, and I wasn't fond of them because I felt as if I wasn't learning anything. If it wasn't for being in an FC that is mostly comprised of badass Black Mages, I doubt I'd be where I am now. I'll even admit that even now I'm not the best at my rotation, but I'm working on it because I intend on getting good and hopefully one day raiding with my free company. I wish there was something more like these dummies when I first started playing the game because I feel like I would have used more of my skills as I leveled besides the basic standard rotation. Count me in for using this as much as possible while doing dungeons for tomes or whatever we end up grinding next. I'm not afraid to say that I am a level 60 black mage that probably got carried quite a bit, especially starting the game a few months before Heaven's Word dropped, but is willing to learn so I can slaughter anything in my path. I'm sure not, uh, I'm sure not the only person at level 60 who wants to improve before diving into the raid scene. Very good points there. This is why this is something that is useful, I think. Um, goes on to say, I also wanted to say something about the hypothetical PvP server. I think that is the coolest idea ever, and I've never had any interest in PvP at any point. I honestly think it would be really cool to see groups of players battle it out, creating a more cohesive community if placed on the global scale. I honestly picture it like Survivor, but no voting people off the island. Just kill their entire free company. It would be super fun to simply watch. Let's hope the devs make it a reality. Well, keep up the great work. Y'all are great. Much love from a sassy black mage, uh, Mina LaFell of Yeah, that actually brings up a really interesting point about a PvP server. Imagine not only like your your rivalries with other nations. Imagine when free companies start developing rivalries with each other and just start dicking each other over on a regular basis. I cannot wait to see that shit. Absolutely. Holla holla get dollar. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, thanks, Dirty Randy. Appreciate what, that. What did that say? Uh, holla, holla, get dollar. <laughs> holla, holla, get that. Yeah. All right. I like it. All right, all right, fair enough. Um, there was also a PS. They said, I'm really happy to be part of this community, even though I'm usually pretty silent. Everyone seems super cool and funny. Shout out to all the LB Army ladies as well. For some reason, a lot of people I've encountered don't think us ladies play MMOs, but I guess we'll just take them down if that PvP server comes to fruition. Dude, we have a lot of ladies in the, in, the, in the LB Army. We the do. LB Army particularly really has do. a ton of female listeners. In fact, spoilers, our next caller will be a lady. <gasps> Dun, 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 dun. It's Taser Smurf of Midgar Somer who uh, seems to uh, put in calls every time Kahlo's not here. I wonder what's the, <laughs> I wonder what that's about. Hmm. I've noticed this. this, this it's an interesting trend. Is this a purposeful trend, Taser? Um, kind of. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yes. I thought. That's what I thought. All right, Taser Smurf, thank you uh, for, uh, for giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, what would you like to uh, talk about? Um, I have an FS. ML. Oh, and, okay. That happened yesterday. All right. Let's very, hear it. Very recent. My husband upgraded my PS4 hard drive. <gasps> uh-huh. Oh. And then all of my 14 stuff could not be saved. Oh, no. So I had to do, redo everything. Oh. All my gear sets, all my crossbars. <sighs> and then to top it off, it was... Let's give Taser all the bats. Ooh. In stuff. Hashtag that, that is definitely an FMFFL. Uh, uh, have, I, you I, have you filed the divorce papers yet? <laughs> I, I did. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I did. I did. Uh, you know, like, it's not exactly the same thing, but. You know, I play on PC and uh, uh, I've been playing more and more uh, both on my PS4 and on uh, on my Vita uh, using remote play and getting used to the control scheme is really interesting. But the thing is, is that there's no way to export your your data and your presets from PC to uh, to, to PlayStation 4. So right. you, you basically have to go through the process of redoing every gear set. You have to update gear sets too uh, when you when you go between platforms. You got to redo all of your hotbars. And of course, your hotbars are going to be way different using a controller. But man, I feel for you, Taser. That is rough. That is rough. Did he at least put an SSD drive in it? Like, please at least tell me that that was the goal. Is that he was putting a faster um, drive in there? No, just more memory. Oh. Uh, so Malky brings up a great point. Have we ever actually seen Taser and Callow in the same time? No. Have they ever been around at the same yes. time? In, Taser, in are the, you Callow? In, in the chat. In the chat. Yeah, you could do that. You, yeah. you could yeah, do a box that. Yeah, exactly. Taser, are you Callow? Exactly. No. Is this Callow? I mean, on LDR, no. But in his stream, yes. I even called him be- during the bet, so... Mm, yeah. Do any of us, any of us, witness that? Mm, sounds pretty. So. Sounds like a likely. Excuse. I think we're. I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to fact check this. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We need you to stay on the line. We're gonna call Callow right now and see if he picks up. Citation. <laughs> 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 He's at work. He isn't at a pickup. Oh, that's a that's a nice excuse, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, you know what? He said he's gonna have to work once a month. I'll bet you that's the episode oh, Taser calls in. Look at that. Wow. Melky Thera says you're under Callow suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> 
Taser, uh, thank you. Yes, thank you for the call, Taser, and for sharing your FMFFL. If you'd like to share uh, stories of fail uh, or uh, any just any stories that you have at all, uh, give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. Uh, and also, thank you uh, for the e- email, uh, Mina LaFell. Uh, that's uh, very awesome of you. Um, so, uh, what, there was, was there a question in there? Oh, no, they were just talking about... Uh, they were just talking about the the training mode um yep. I, and how it is viable it i mean it, it is viable but we just don't know enough about it to be able to pin any kind of hope on it right. and from what they have described it seems like not the direction that 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 kind well, of feature needs to be yeah, and they also talk about how like just worthless guild has were like all right here, here's a lesson from this guild has don't stand in the shit oh okay i learned that from getting it's, to level five look, it's it's not look i i, I can even i can even see where i might even use a feature like that because i i, I, and, I and i said this on the last show uh you know I, i'm not a good healer if I wanted to be a better healer, if I wanted to feel more confident, then, you know, uh, you get a get a nice pair of support hose and, uh, you know, just get in right in. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, like, you're like, <laughs> but, but no, no, no. But, no, like, but if you, do, if you like, want to feel- learn. Well, Escalier was saying, like, you learn at level five not to stand in the shit. Right. But did you learn as a black mage that has to keep up Enochian and all the rotation to not drop fire four while dodging the shit at level five? No, you didn't. And that is something I think that is totally useful for okay, a training no, dummy. No, no, fuck you. Just go in a fucking dungeon. That's what those are there for. Well, I'm, that's I'm just true. saying that guild has were pointless. That's were no, 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 no. You can't say that's what a dungeon's are for because how many times do we get in dungeons and say, fuck, this black mage doesn't know their rotation. Fuck, this is taking 87 minutes that's, to clear a Hawkman or normal. Yeah. Like that's that's the kind of shit where like I don't want to bring the rest of my party down, so I'm gonna do a training mode by myself. Yeah, okay. but but hang on, hang on, hang on. If that person is queuing for a dungeon at that skill level, no training mode is gonna help them because they're not gonna use it anyway okay let's let's just be honest about that the the second the second part of that is that you know like this is for players who already are ostensibly good at the game and want to become better at an area that they don't know as well that's what i see the value of 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 a a feature like this uh, uh, you know, coming. I don't really see a whole lot of value for newer players because Juxt is right. The dungeon does absolutely give you that experience, and it explicitly tells you what it wants from the from the player. I mean, most of those most of the moves are telegraphed on the ground. Stay out of the shit. But you know, like if if there's a status that you need to cure as a healer, if you know what to be looking for as a healer, then it's pretty self explanatory. And the Dungeons give you a slow work up to more advanced mechanics. That is a natural progression. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, new players taking a new job through. Yeah, they'll probably get that experience and they'll be able to learn that first job. But me as as, you know, taking my second job through going through either on fates or just doing it, uh, you know, through Vanu daily quests. Yeah, Vanu daily quests or, uh, you know, just just using it as a way to not waste the XP for challenge logs like I did getting my white mage up to 50. You don't really get the best sense of that job. And so uh, a feature like this would be way better for players 
along those lines who have been hitting that fast forward button or at least haven't been wasting the XP that exists for them. And uh, and, and so, you know, like I don't it, it is it is viable in some senses, depending on how they implement it. I, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of. Because, like I said, the, the the stuff that they've already outlined does not seem like the direction that it should be going. It seems more geared towards newer players as like a guild has part two. And did they ever even say if it's going to be like up at like Heaven's Word level? Because the way I heard of it, they and, did not. And the way I pictured it, it's going to be right before Sestasha. They said that's well, they when said it's going to start. Access it, but it doesn't mean that it's the only level that'll be available. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, I would like what I was saying is like Skrow asked, do you think they're actually going to teach you how to do all those rotations? No, I don't think they're going to teach me no. the rotation. But if they allow me to fight an enemy on Black Mage at 60 while dodging AOEs just so I can practice without bringing a party down, that's good enough for the me. Because I honestly quit Black Mage because I bring parties down because my DPS is shit now. So I would love a practice mode like that. I think the better question here is that will we get a tool to be able to measure performance so that we can tell whether or not our performance has gotten better? Because, it, you know, I don't... I don't need a system that lays out exactly how to do my rotation. But if I have a system that can provide me the feedback that I need to improve my rotation, that's a tool that I can use. There's a difference between the two, I think. So, uh, all right. We have another girl caller on the line. Let's go back to the phone Melky lines. Mel or not Melky, uh, just Melkyria. Melkyria. Melkyria Delenford from Sergeant Tannis. How's it going, Melkyria? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's cold, it's shit, and fuck this snowstorm. Yeah. Honestly. Well. I'm feeling you. I'm snowed in. Uh, so, uh, so you've got an FMFFL to share with us. I actually have two, and I feel like Nika would would, um, would relate to one of them. Um, back when I was farming for ponies um, for the Kirin, um, I set up um, a Titan uh, party because that was the last pony that I needed, and um, everyone in my party got one except for me. And we disbanded <laughs> um, oh. immediately after that, and I'm like, "All right, okay, yeah, that's that's fine." I would have been I would have been totally fine with it if it wasn't for the fact that the last person to roll um, on the on the pony beat me by one. Oh. <laughs> they beat me by one. I it was does like, seem I like was a like, kick in the walls, doesn't There's it? There's a fun I, I, I was like, I was like. All right, I'm a 98. I couldn't possibly. I, I, no one could possibly get a 99. Oh, it was also a 98 to a 99. Oh. Yes. That's worse than mine. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I had a Leviathan party the other day where I rolled a 97 and lost to a 98. Wow. My fault is that I said into the link shell, I was like, into LVR link shell. I was like, guys, I just rolled a 97. And like three people are like, grats, Nika. And then someone rolled a 98. Yeah, you set yourself up for pain on that. Oh. At least I did end up getting that pony, but not that day. Oh man! All right, Melkyria, what's your other FMFFL? Um, the other FMFFL was um, I um, was uh, do you remember how expensive the fat cat was? Yeah, before yes. Heaven's Word. Sure, yeah, like two six, mil and shit like mi- that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, okay, so I saved up for the fat cat 
and I and I basically said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull in all my um all my money and buy the fat cat because I want it. I want my fucking fat cat. Yeah. Fucking heaven's word patch goes through. It goes down to two hundred k. And I was like. <laughs> Mm, I hate you guys. Wop, I hate wop. you so well, fucking much. Okay, well, you, at least you didn't buy it and then it dropped in price, right? Did I hear you? Oh, right? no, it did. It did. Oh, oh did you I buy bought it? You, it, like, you did buy it first? I did buy it first. I bought uh, it for two mil. Oh, and then okay. the heavens And then Heaven's Word came out and and, and I checked I checked it again to um so I could um see how much the uh, the price was uh, because I was I was going to get one for my friend. Um, it dropped down to like 200k, and I'm like, Yeah, how did this happen? How, what, like, okay, in, what? What, in what sense? How does this make sense? They, how they did it drop? They, it's fucking low. They had changed the, the drop rules for that, didn't they? Like, yeah, or, I think yeah. they increased the drop rate, but yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, did. you can just go to your benefactor and say, Hey, <laughs> I'm down two mil. Could I have a couple mil? And they'll just give you a couple mil. That's no problem. You go. Well, thanks for the call, Melkyria. We appreciate it. Uh, and shout out to you, Melkyria. I do. Just, I want to ride that, the coattails there for a second and just give a shout out to people who are nice in this game because. I did have a Ramu party the other day for the pony. There was six of us, and we actually stayed until all six of us had the pony. And I've Why? never ever had a pony party that's done that before. This yeah, party was pony, like I'd be out. this was like a three or four hour party. Can I just? And- Literally, I just wanted to say thank you to those nice people who actually stayed for every single person to get the pony. I just, I'm going to kind of go the other way with it. Fuck you, nice people. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Fuck you, nice people. Because you make this game too easy. (laughs) Oh my God. The pony party was easy in the first place. You make, you make this game far too easy for, for dumb ass people. (laughs) Fuck you, nice people. Get out of here. There needs, there needs to be more no I no ge- genuinely genuinely I think I think that there has been a failure on the community's part <laughs> to properly uh properly uh, 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 apply peer pressure in Final Fantasy 14 oh because, my God. because here's the thing here's the thing all right here's the thing if <laughs> you can't if you even rem- get through no, if, you rem- if you remember back in FF11 okay yeah. if you cleared cop after the nerfs sure that was a mark of shame oh god you're such an asshole that was which, a which nerf it was a mark of sh- oh when cop like they took off the level restriction exactly like, oh, yeah, okay. exactly on remember, the auction house do you remember do you remember when they had announced that change yeah. and everyone was like oh fuck i've got to beat cops before they nerf it, rush to get it no yep. one will ever respect me again that never has ever happened in the history of 14 i have never been concerned about what anyone thinks of my performance my gear it doesn't matter none of that shit matters you took all the rough edges off of an mmo and see here's and this is why i say fuck you when the game makes it so that you don't have as many options to be a dick it just being nice is like the easy thing there's no challenge to being nice think of how think of how much clearly for you there is think of how much time and effort juxta we have put into figuring out how to troll people in specific <laughs> dungeons okay the never whoa re- whoa, whoa stop stop the never stop, read 500 stop. i mean there's it goes we 
You do not get to share credit in the trolling <laughs> aspect, Nero. Uh, hey, give me two good examples of you trolling. Uh, what was the the Crystal Tower game that we used to play? Uh, Crystal, Crystal Tower chicken. Roulette? Chicken. Oh, chicken. No, Crystal Tower chicken. Uh, okay. Ancient okay. Flare chicken. That's okay. what it was. Ancient Flare chicken. Ancient okay. Flare chicken. Okay. That was. I, we definitely. I definitely okay. started yeah. that yeah. one. Yep, yeah. that's fine. Okay, uh, I'll I, give you one. Uh, what's what's another one? Uh, I came up with Crystal Tower Mark Roulette. That yeah, but that if you don't have someone to play against, that's not fun. Yeah, okay, you know what I mean. Just sort of, I mean, there was always the someone who tried to fix it. <laughs> there always was. <laughs> there always was. That's true. That's true. Uh, we can't even do that anymore. When can we? When do we make marks in Void Arc? Oh, never. Oh, uh, no, oh, oh, oh no, no, the, no, the room, the room. No, I knots. beg to differ. I did a, my Void Arc this week All right, next at the knots. Everybody had A, B, and C in one platform, and nobody knew where to go. And we wiped because everyone is running around like idiots. It's just the easy. It's the. <laughs> it e was horrible. It's the easy thing to be nice. It's the easy uh, thing to be nice, and it's boring. Do you have a second troll? Thing? And it's boring. I don't think you do. Uh, uh, game? I can't think of one. I'm, I'm struggling to think of one. He didn't say well, a game. He just said the second time that you trolled and that doesn't get credited to Jexta. Yeah. Like, no, I, just, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm trying to think of games. To, you don't have to like make it up, but you have to like something that you actively troll contribute in. Um. Uh, so I'm pretty sure when you guys trolled me in Brave Flax, that was Callum's idea. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, well. Yeah. The. I don't know. I. Can't, I'm. I'm. I'm struggling. You're putting me on the spot. I'm. Str I'm struggling to think of the second. That's one. why you can go ahead and dwell on it for a little bit. Okay. I'll give <laughs> you because he knows you're never gonna episode. get there. Uh. But anyway. <laughs> Stop being nice, people. You got. Yeah. You went from pony farming to chains of Promathia missions. <laughs> <laughs> you covered. You covered the spectrum, man. I'm just saying it's too. E it's too easy. There's no. There is no. There's like no mark of shame in this game. There's not. There's no. No one can. It, we can track people's achievements and when they clear those achievements like never before and yet we never hold anyone to them and it's kind of a bummer it's kind of a bummer that there really is no peer pressure in this game there just isn't oh hey you don't do savage yep i don't do savage fuck you i don't give a shit yeah oh you don't do have, oh, not do thoradin no i haven't fuck you it doesn't matter like there's nothing like i mean and i don't think that this is age i think that this is this has to this comes down to community it's something with the community that there's no people don't give a shit about standards right i'm trying to think i'm, I'm it's racking, tough like, i'm breaking my brain like I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out like what is something what is this like even even people who didn't have zetas Going into I got it. Going into Heaven's Word, no one gave a shit about them. People who are over like level fifty without a job crystal. <laughs> no, that's just impressive. Yeah, it is. Hmm. You're like, how like are you? People level how are you? A, job? You you look at those people like, how are you a functioning adult? How 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 are hmm. you? How do you play this? How do you actually play this game? Did Did Callow get blood for blood? Is that all set? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that was one. That was that no, was a mark of shame. 
Not really. Just because he. Kahlo, like, you know what Kahlo getting. You know what Kahlo's refusal to get blood for blood was? It was like those assholes that refused to level Ninja as a sub job. That's exact. He was doing the yeah. same exact shit. It's not a mark of shame. It's just. It's a. It's, it's a. Stubborn. Stubborn. Yeah, stubborn. Exactly. Bad people. I think bad that. Players. Like. I mean, good outside, contribution. I really like that point you made. Especially. Honestly, outside, I got nothing. outside of outside of the 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 get good application, which you know, like I, I, that really comes from our community. That comes from the LB Army. You, you, the LB Army, by the way, is exempt in this. You guys know how to apply peer pressure very well, and I, and I, I encourage you to keep doing that. But honestly, there's really nothing that it's like. Oh man, I need to get that done, or else. They're all going to laugh at me. Exactly. There's nothing like that. Nothing. That kind of bums me out, man. All right. Let's uh, let's take this next email. Uh, this one comes to us uh, from uh, Reinhardt. Reinhardt Christensen. Reinhardt Christensen. Uh, it says, greetings, everyone. After several weeks of hearing how old raids are just gathering dust, I thought I, uh, I thought of something that uh, can maybe address this. They should create six new types of materia. Allegan, High Allegan, Dreadworm, Ancient, and, uh, Circus, and Darkness. How special would they be? Well, first of all, uh, you could uh, obtain them by spirit bonding and converting the gear from the corresponding raid. For additional flavor, you could increase the spirit bonding rate of said gear when used in the corresponding raid and only when synced uh and the and second they could uh have several stats at the same time for example strength slash crit materia or an int slash spell speed uh with the secondary stats being randomized only the stat not the value uh this way you could uh, go back to those raids without over gearing slash face rolling everything it would force people to finally learn some mechanics and uh with a permanent purpose uh either to obtain the materials you want or just to sell those that you don't want and if one day they decide to uh create a really unique material they could just put uh some of them here too thank you for all your time and for the wonderful job uh that's reinhardt Christensen. Uh, I, that's a, that's an interesting, interesting concept. That's yeah, an interesting idea. Uh, I, I, I mean, a, a, what do you think about a I dual like, a dual aspected uh, uh, materia? I kind of like the idea of well, I like that idea. I also I like the idea of spirit bonding the gear that you get out of there. Like you actually have to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they should just. I mean, I don't think they necessarily need to create new types of materia, but the fact that you can't convert any of this dungeon gear into materia as it stands is stupid. Like, I have so much gear from tomes and raids and dungeons and shit that you can't convert, and it just pisses me off because then I either have to turn it in for sealed, yeah. which I'm already maxed, or I just throw it away. Like, what a waste. So they should at least let us convert that materia, if nothing else. Mm. But. Yeah, no, I, I I wonder, I have to wonder with the changes in, with the uh, upcoming changes in materia, if they're going to uh, re-examine uh whether or not um uh you know the, the certain gear sets that are not uh spirit by uh, you know that are not uh convertible will yeah, I mean, stay they, they that do way you have a spirit bond number like you can 100 percent spirit bond them and it will announce it to you when you get it but you can't do anything with it so it's like what's the point exactly yeah no i i think i think some i mean why would they make those non-convertible in the first place that's my is it so that it only has a single value that you're turning it back in for 
grand company seals because that yep. seems that <laughs> seems really stupid. Yeah, it is dumb because it's up now. It still has value, so we might as well get make it more valuable. You know, like I don't get it's and the, and, the, I, and I the mean thing, I've come to the fact where like I have so many green like so many seals at this point that I have actually started throwing away gear because I just have nothing else to do with it. I'm like this is really really a waste. I, I, seriously, if I. Even if I buy gear and the spirit bonding is at like 54% by the time I take it off, I just throw it out. I don't do anything with it. I just drop it. Yeah. Sell it to the vendor for like 200 gil. Yeah, he, he just drops it. No. Yeah. yeah. It's just easier to drop it. But the money. And then it just doesn't, it doesn't cl- uh, clutter up my goddamn inventory. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that those are some pretty good suggestions, and uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely anxious to see what kind of adjustments they end up making to Materia. I think that's going to be a pretty big indication of where the, uh, the direction that this game is headed in the future in terms of, uh, you know, gear progression. And that is a huge, huge, huge part of any MMO. I mean, you're talking about the main reason that people continue to play right. month over month. It's not about experiencing the new content. It's about the shinies at the end. I mean, it's, it, let's be fair. It's really actually about both. And how the, how the shinies look. That too. That's, That's possibly too. more important. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for that email, Reinhardt. Uh, from Ragnarok. Uh, if you want to email Limit Break Radio, hosts at limitbreakradio.com is how that gets done. If you'd like to give us a call, we're probably going to take like one more caller here. Uh, send a Skype message over to Limit Break Radio or call 810-515-8715 before we wrap up the program. Uh, so, uh, Juxta, how about you take this next email from Papa Woody? Hey, LBR crew. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I tried to call in on episode 47, but I had mic issues, and when I tried to connect, uh, I hit my power cord and lost my chance. Fuck my life. Uh, I will keep this short with an idea that deals with the Warriors of Darkness and PvP. What do you guys think about a PvP fight that pits the Warriors of Light versus the Warriors of Darkness? Now, this would be an 8v8 fight, and it wouldn't matter what side you're on. You would always see uh, what side you're on you would always see the Warriors of Darkness. So the, okay. the enemy team would always be represented as the Warriors okay. of Darkness. Okay, this all is right. Papa Woody Hyperion number 69 in the LB Army. That seems oddly appropriate, Papa Woody. Um, yeah, I, I, that's an interesting idea. I think that that's, that's, a, that's a, pretty, uh, a pretty good way to tie that in with the lore. Yeah. Although, the, I, the, the potential problem that I see there is that now you're locked into the Warriors of Darkness being involved in that PvP. Yeah, and the thing is, this is almost already like the Wolves Den is. When you yeah. fight in the Wolves Den, it just says, black mage white mage above their name so it's i mean it's not that much different than what we already have which is kind of dumb because if you like emote at the person it'll say their real name does it really yeah, uh-huh <laughs> if you like throw something at nika kayanin even though she just appears as monk <laughs> i didn't realize that like at the end it says idea, their yeah. names in the stats and stuff so you can see who they were after the match is over but i think they did that to prevent like trolling and ganging up on someone you didn't like i don't know but I did not you, know that you could emote at someone. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or or, or the other thing that you can do, like uh, I've got my Vogue macro that uh, puts into party chat, like what the mob is that I'm evoking, and that will actually put the name of the player into the party chat instead yeah. of the name of the mob. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, I I've, I 
I would I would love to it be kind able. of failed on that system. It's a just like there. yeah, macro finickiness. So. It, it is, it is, and maybe that's an oversight. I don't know. Maybe they didn't I feel intend like for that. It was an oversight. Yeah, that doesn't seem like that. Why it's would like the fact that they us? would hide the names in the first place was purposeful? So if they didn't block out all the other names, and that was kind of yeah. It's probably just a limitation of the system, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all uh, right, the old standby. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's take our final caller here uh, tonight. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Lloyd FFXI. Uh, he's uh, wanted to talk about uh, segregated into getting segregated into data centers and incentive. How's it going, Lloyd? It's going pretty good. I just got off work a few hours ago, actually, so uh, a little nervous and tired. So, yeah, that, hi, everybody. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, it's it's all good. You're in good hands. So uh, what do you want to talk about uh, in regards to uh, the, the segregated data centers? So back in FFXI, we all played with Japanese, German, European players and all that. I was in multiple link shells where like the time of day the language would change and that's why we had the auto translate function and that's why we have it in this game Mm -hmm. but the thing is is we don't have any uh players from different regions that speak different languages who have different aspirations who in my opinion actually pushed the game back in ffxi and is not pushing the game now if that makes sense um, yeah, it, I, I mean, I, I think in a sense you're right uh, with not having segregated data centers and, and being exposed to, uh, you know, an audience that, uh, you know, that or a player base that doesn't uh, speak the same languages. You know, I, there's this uh, there's this saying in like art and creativity that uh, restriction breeds creativity. And I think that that's mm-hmm. I think that that's true of uh, uh, of everything, including MMO communities and and, and social behavior as well. Um, it, you know, it's uh, it, it's it, it's pretty common that in a restricted system you see really inventive play styles. Uh, you know, you you take example take for example like a, a game like Dwarf Fortress. Uh, you have tons. Mm-hmm tons tons of options that you can uh uh you know that that you have at your disposal to be able to play that game and a lot of different uh uh avenues for you to explore and so you know the more rules that we end up putting up uh, on 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 uh players uh you know the it it of course is going to uh end up bringing its own type of restrictions in so you know when you have when you have very simple simple rules that it's not you know you're not following a, a specific script or you know it's just uh, you know a, a simple set of rules that both the player and the world operate by, um, it, you you end up for these with these opportunities for really organic methods of play and uh, and and really inventive styles of play that uh, you know. Uh, that that you just yeah. don't get when you when you uh, when you have a system like this where it's like okay you, you know you have your absolute best rotation your mathematically best rotate you know what I mean this like, job does this exactly only this. Mm-hmm. exactly well, so you know I, I, I yeah and I, and I think language had a big 
a, a big part to, to, to play in that um, because if you don't have the tools to communicate, you've got to be able to offset that right. in your game world as well. So. But also in, in 14 as opposed to 11, latency is a much bigger concern. That too. I mean, the, the instant death mechanics are much more pinpoint. You can't have someone running a half second behind in a lot of fights. So I feel like that's yeah, another reason for the segregation. All that. I, yeah, that's my, yeah, that would that be my biggest concern. Too. Yeah, I, I mean, it was I, just one of the things that I observed and all that. I I would suggest maybe SE maybe trying a low latency cross server and see if the community is more willing to not be casual or not be hardcore, but actually meet the middle line. Cause that's what I'm seeing between the American player base and the Japanese and European player base is that we're not getting enough end game content for the European and Japanese base. And we're not getting enough casual content for the American base. How much more casual content could you possibly put into this game though I, 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 that's what i'm talking about too because i'm getting goddamn tired of all of the golden saucer stuff like we should have just got triple triad and the rest should have been dungeons it this game shouldn't have been about the casual side well and, that's why i didn't i don't think it i don't think you even need to to have it fall into you know support for casual support for hardcore and it has to be one or the other but i think that you know when you look at the amount of content that is both accessible and clearable by your average player of this game and you compare that to you know to to content that people that that players struggle on there is so much more that is just sitting at that at that bare minimum passable rate than there is on the other side that presents a challenge and and even this and as we've identified even the stuff that does provide a challenge doesn't end up providing it for very long so you know you know and that's the reason why i actually quit the game a few times i take about three months out and then i come back for a patch and then i can do it in three or four days and it, it's not fun right at that point right yeah and the only like you can do the grind slog for the new weapon but let's just wait a year and then i can just get it right then and there just one quest out it, it doesn't make sense to me to outdate your content like they have been doing and then try to make your player base keep with this $15 subscription fee, it, it angers me, I guess. And it, I'm really, I love this game and then I hate this game at the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I, 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 Lloyd, I totally feel you on that. And uh, I, I just, it would be nice to see content on both sides of the table being supported uh, you know, a, a, instead of the uh, incredibly weighted support that uh, that that the casual content is getting, um, you know, every, mm. you know, every time we get, uh, you know, every time we get a new Crystal Tower like raid, we know that it's not going to present a challenge. There's more content for uh, for for that half of the player base. Uh, you know, here mm. here's two more dungeons that aren't going to provide a challenge even day one. That's even more stuff for that side of the, and then you're going to throw lords of verminion on top of it I, I, you know like something that not even that player base wants <laughs> I, 
it's 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 insane like it, it really when we talk about like you know you could have spent your your development time better i think that's really what we're kind of getting at is that lords of verminion was mm. a huge waste of time not just for them as developers but for the community nobody's doing it well and the other thing is is like look at chocobo racing for instance they copy and pasted that from ffxi the and it doesn't have any rewards other than maybe I think a achievement, if that. Mm -hmm. And you can get some uh, of the currency. But other than that, what do you actually get out of that part of the um, golden saucer? Like nothing. I don't understand. Like glamour. When they introduced glamour in two point two, I think, or two point three. Mm -hmm. I saw the downhill of this game because you can't incentivize through making things look good. Right. Because that doesn't... Uh, like, you can have that system, but don't make it the it end-all, be-all. It, it is an incentive. I mean, let's, let's, let's not, let's not uh, you know, misidentify it. I mean, Glamour is an incentive. It is a reason to, uh, you know... to. to it's a powerful incentive. It is a very powerful For incentive. For some people. For some people. For a lot of people. And, and yeah, and I would say for, for for a very, very big portion of this game. So I don't think that that's something that can be ignored. But I think what they did is they tried to uh, they pinned all of their, uh, you know, all of their hope on people wanting gear for specific glamours and stuff like that and, and thinking that people will grind for that stuff. And they just won't. I mean, if if the no. behavior of the community has taught us anything, they just they just won't. They won't do it. They're not interested in doing it. And you know what they'll do instead? They'll go play another game is what they'll do, especially when it looks like yep. balls. Yeah. That too. The new game? No, the no, new no, gear. The, the, the oh. gear. Yeah. <laughs> Savage gear. It looks like balls. Yeah, so we're too. talking about uh, Brave and Soul again. <laughs> oh, well, Bo well, yeah. <laughs> boobs and shit. Isn't that what BNS stands for? I'm boobs and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. right. that sounds that's about right. Yeah. Thank you, Lloyd, for your call. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, for all your calls here to uh, Limit Break Radio tonight. Uh, it's been uh, fascinating to uh, get uh, get your side of uh, of uh, you know what what we can expect in the future uh you know i know that a lot of us here are pretty pessimistic and uh it seems like you know if nothing else if nothing else i think that we have uh proved that there is a massive interest right now in the ff14 community uh about uh you know a pvp game mode that uh is separated from the the pve environment that mm -hmm. seems to be a very very popular uh uh you know uh uh uh, subject to talk about tonight uh and uh, i just you know i gotta i gotta take a second dark star man dark star's going off in the in this chat room and uh, uh typing uh typing a small book about how uh you know the the people who are leaving ff14 are the are the people who want botting rnt environments you don't dude let me just tell you i've read i've read almost all of your chat comments dark star bro you don't know what you're talking about you have no idea what you're talking about you're the ridiculous youtube video that you sent me is i i don't even know what to make of that and the 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 fucking book that you emailed us 
I cannot in good conscience read that on air and bore everyone to death. Okay, the here's here's the fact, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. And when you try to justify your shitty opinions, they just fall absolutely flat. So I'm going to make a suggestion. Get out! Thank you. That was the suggestion. Uh, so here, let's uh, let's take one last email here. Uh, this comes to us from Burning Skull of Gilgamesh. Hey guys, just wanted to hear your opinion on an idea I had, and probably others have had, uh, to keep our number of abilities at a controllable level. Uh, I thought that from uh, sixty to seventy range uh, should get job traits instead of job abilities that transform or upgrade our old abilities without changing where they are in your rotation for example at 62 monk could get a job trait that changes boot shine into rock shine uh, it has a new animation higher potency maybe does something different than boot shine but you still get to but you still do it in the same spot of your rotation uh, uh, this way when you get uh, level synced you wouldn't be uh, changing buttons around every time as if they had uh, just added a new ability that made our older ability useless also, there's a theory uh, for the ending of the uh, animal weapons. Uh, a few episodes ago, you were discussing the significance of selecting a female and male voice for the weapon. But what if that's just as simple as uh, that when you finish the quest line, you get a minion of the weapon spirit uh, you keep seeing to go along with your weapon whose appearance slash color scheme is different based on which voice you picked. Keep up the good work. Burning Skull of Gilgamesh. Uh, I, I think that's an, an interesting idea. Uh, you know, having, uh, like having second tier abilities. Um, if we're going to keep, uh, you know, if the, if the level cap is going to keep going up, we are at the point where we're hitting ability bloat here, guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and so you, you, you know what, we're going to need to figure out a way to, uh, to be able to make those, uh, you know, make those, um, uh, rotations continue to be manageable. Yeah, a run of job traits would be a really good way to approach the 60 to 70 run. And and I like that they mentioned specifically that they would change the job, the abilities in some way, but keep them in the same spot in the rotation. So your rotation may not changing, but the ability does something differently. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's a pretty good suggestion, especially if they are going to be moving the level cap forward. Yep. So. It's actually a really big problem, ability bloat, if you attempt to do any kind of PvP, because that's adding another five to eight abilities per job. Yep. So... There you go. There you go. Uh, thank you guys so much for your calls and for your emails today. Uh, it's been a uh, interesting show, and uh, we've been happy to talk to you. Tune in next week here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio for episode number 49, just on the heels of episode 50. That's pretty cool. Uh, but we're going to be talking about uh, the next live letter. Yoshi P is supposed to be outlining what we're going to be receiving with dungeons, the next, uh, or actually the first Warring Triad fight as well as further uh, additions and adjustments coming in the future. And uh, their special guest for that uh, live producer letter going to be Koji Fox. Hmm. And they're going to be talking about lore and uh, specific, uh, you know, things related to uh, the world of uh, FF14. So I, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to, to check out that producer letter. And uh, we will be here on Sunday to break, all, break down all of that info. So uh, please join us here at uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. That's 
next Sunday. Most likely starting at two. I'm going to guess starting at two. Probably. Mm, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Uh, and that goes down here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Make sure you check out our website. That's at LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, you can download episodes, subscribe to the podcast, comment on episodes, and check out our blog. That's all over at LimitBreakRadio.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. Twitter.com at Limit Break Radio. Get oh, we're getting in there star. at the end. All hail the Salt Commander. That's right. All hail the Salt Commander. Thank you very much, Thor. And uh, we we appreciate your support over at Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Cresting us above 2K a month, as well as your support over Patreon like Thor Carson just did. That's going to wrap it up for uh, Limit Break Radio for today. But I'm going to remind you to check out our other show over at FinalEncounterCast.com and uh, subscribe to our other Twitch uh, account that's twitch.tv slash final encounter cast that's gonna do it for limit break radio i want to thank my co-host juxtaposition escalia rayumasa nika kayanian i'm an hero keep listening Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Aniro Grigori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Music